0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Derek, joined alongside Mark, my favorite fill-in co-host ever. How you doing, Mark? Good. What's up, guys? Uh, so, yeah, no Chris this week, so if you don't see a familiar face, that's why. Mark is here, but he's been on the podcast before, so mm-hmm. you're kind of a natural at this already. You, oh, know, yeah, you easy, know what to but... expect. So, um, so usually what we do on the show is we recap uh, the week prior, and um, a little twist I'll have for this specific week, since I'm recording a little late, because the Thursday night game just passed. with the Giants and the Patriots. I'm thinking we recap week five, and then we do a preview of week six, but also recap um, Giants, Patriots. And that also makes it probably easier for me and Chris the next week because that's one game off the slate. Because usually your episodes are like two hours long.
1: Oh Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, so we'll, go, we'll get into that. Um, what did you think of week five
1: overall? Well, as a Giants fan, I was not very happy. Uh, this is excluding last night's game. Oh, of course. Yeah. So this is Vikings. About the Vikings. Vikings,
0: Giants, yeah.
1: I was at the game, and they were in it until like mid-third. And that's when everything went downhill. Like... They had they they finally got a turnover. Dalvin Cook fumbled like on our like two yard line. I actually saw, that I ca- probably
0: I was yeah. one of the worst circumstances we could have been in. I know because that puts us at one of the worst positions to be in. Yeah. Like the
1: turnover is cool, mm-hmm. but okay, Dalvin Cook was holding the ball like horribly. Like, yeah, he was I don't remember like one, that. He was holding like one handed, like not tucking it, and that's and uh I think it was Jabril Peppers came from behind and hit that stuff out.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I, I guess we'll dive into this game a little more just since we're already on the topic of it. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're both Giants fans. We yep. live in New Jersey. I think we have more than a right to talk about this game oh, first definitely. out of all the other exciting games that have happened because this was not an exciting game whatsoever. Nah. Um, and, and you saw there were some chances for the Giants to win, yep. but I'll start off here. The Vikings won this game 28-10. to 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Vikings move up to 3-2 and two, while the Giants move down to 2-3, and three, now 2-4. and four. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk about that later on a separate episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall in, in this game, there was just a lot of missed opportunities for the Giants, but this was mostly Daniel Jones' first test with a legitimate defense. Yeah. Um, I think the Buccaneers were a legitimate defense, but I think he kind of just had them down-packed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this was going to be like a real challenge, especially considering that the Vikings were coming off a very dramatic week with Stephon Diggs not showing up to practice, Adam Thielen calling, calling out, Cousins, yeah. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins talking to Adam Thielen on his podcast. I didn't even listen to it. I don't even know <laughs> where to go listen to it. I didn't even go look it up. All I know is that... Um, He publicly apologized to Adam Thielen on his podcast, and there was a lot of backlash towards that, because it's like, why are you apologizing? So this was a week the Vikings needed to come in and just torch the Giants any way they can and move on to the next week. So I feel like this game was very overlooked. Mm -hmm. Um, I even thought for a second, like, I just want to see how Daniel Jones does this game, which is why I think the Giants made the right move in putting Daniel Jones into um, the starting spot. Uh, for week two right against the Buccaneers or week three week three week three and and because that actually gives you something to look at because you want to see how Daniel Jones does I think the anticipation of waiting for Daniel Jones to start at a certain time during the season um, you'd want to know how he does against legitimate defenses instead of coming in um, was it week 10 against the Jets
1: that, that like was my day. prediction of him coming in yeah.
0: somewhere later in the season where mm-hmm. we're kind of already counted out by then. Um, so, honestly, this is just one of those games where you have to evaluate Daniel Jones, see what he can do with his wide receivers. Because this this week in particular, week six, when they started on Thursday night, he had no weapons. So this, was the no. one, this is one of the last weeks he's going to have all his weapons at his disposal. And people are very excited for – Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, and you know Saquon Barkley to be playing together, but they have not played one snap together this whole season. And Golden Tate. Yeah. Golden Tate. They haven't, none of them have played all together yeah. yet so far. Um, Golden Tate's been a little bit upset with the way he was targeted, especially that in this game. game. He yeah. expected to get a little more work. Mm-hmm. I think last night it definitely showed he got lo- a lot more he, work. Yeah, he got um, a lot of looks. Yeah, so I, wanna, yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about that game too much. I mostly okay, want to go over yeah. this game, but it's mostly just to kind of get the gist of where the Giants and the Vikings are at. Mm-hmm. So in this game... Kirk Cousins threw the ball. He did. He did throw the ball. Very much so. Um, do you think that was because of all the drama that has happened, or do you think that was more game script because the Giants
1: defense isn't so great? I think a little bit of both. One, he was being called out by Thielen saying, you know, he's like, I really want to get the ball in the air. Like, we're not just a running team. We also have me and Dick. He's like, like myself and Diggs to get the ball. And Cousins – Said he's like Oh that's my job I guess that's what I'm gonna have to do And he did And he targeted uh, DeAndre Baker Our rookie corner Who Thielen Adam Thielen Was toasting Throughout that game Oh yeah So he got points On the board with him Dalvin Cook is a beast So like Dude absolute animal I think he's going For a rushing title This year I think he has An all pro season
0: yeah, and I, can I d- see that like automatically in the Pro Bowl this mm-hmm. year. So long as he stays healthy, I think what he's done so far already earns him that because mm-hmm. it's a pretty tough, you know, the the way he is running and coming off an ACL tear, which is hard to come back from. Um, as a person who's torn his, his ACL, I've torn my ACL, and <laughs> though I'm not you know, working out the way NFL players do. Um, and basically they get their knee back to hundred percent instead of me, I'm trying to get to 75 and just, I just want to walk it's not again. Easy. Yeah. It's not the same as NFL player for sure under any circumstances, but the thing is it kind of sticks with you for a little bit. You get sore at the end of the game. You got to go ice. You got to, you know, do your stretches to make sure you stay up and running. And the way Delvin Cook tore his ACL, again, it was non-contact, which is one of the worst because in a, in contact, I think it goes one specific way, but when you're cutting, it's tough for you to come back from that because you, the way you have to train yourself to run the ball again, you have to cut on your own, and you're afraid you're going to do that same motion mm-hmm. and to- tear your ACL again. So that's why it's kind of scary. As well, opposed to like a hit where you could avoid those type of hits, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a mental thing at that point. And the way he's been running, it's almost like him tearing his ACL never happened. That's and true. And I think he was one of the more... Him coming right out of the gate for the Vikings, uh, taking over the spot for... Um, Latavius it, Murray, maybe? Uh, no, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Right. Um, he he was the one that took over that spot. Uh, I think Latavius Murray. He
1: was a fill-in for like a minute. I think.
0: I think yeah. when Adrian Peterson wasn't playing, it was Jerick McKinnon and Latavius Murray. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jerick but McKinnon. I think he took that number one spot. Like this is our mm-hmm. go-to running back, oh, yeah. and he has filled that role so well. Yeah. And, and the, it, it's almost like every game he's putting up phenomenal numbers, and the way they give him the ball. I like how they're doing run first because I talked about it in my uh in my um preview show with steven strom from talknorth.com i talked about how stefanski who was supposed to be their offensive coordinator instead of john de but instead for some reason the front office wanted de because i guess he was more experienced kevin stefanski their offensive coordinator right now and they're i think they're i think it was a running backs coach or quarterbacks coach I, t- I don't i don't know i don't actually remember but he was on the staff and he and my, apparently mike zimmer liked him a lot and so much so that he wanted him to come in because mike zimmer likes running the ball too And that's what Pat Shermer did with um, Latavius Murray and uh, Jarek McKinnon. And that worked out well for them because he knows exactly how to run the ball. That's why he took Saquon. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he comes in. I I like how he's putting things together. I like how he's running the ball with Dalvin Cook and giving him that trust even after coming off the injury. But, um, yeah, what else do you have to add about this uh, Vikings
1: offense? It amazes me how well he can run the ball behind that crappy Vikings O-line.
0: I don't think they're too bad. They drafted – a center with the Garrett Bradbury with their first overall pick.
1: True, but they they had like – I think last season they had like two injuries, including Mike And then Rammer, the Giants stole Remmers in the offseason. And yeah. he's been working wonders mm-hmm. for the Giants. I think they're phenomenal with him. I think he fits the
0: system really well. Same with Zeitler. I love their offensive line. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great improvement.
0: Uh, But yeah, like I said before, Kirk Cousins actually threw the ball this game. We mentioned Adam Thielen was torching DeAndre Baker a lot. He went 22 for 27, 306 yards, two touchdowns. Guess where his first pass went to? Adam Thielen? Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. So it was kind of like... I mean, it didn't look like it was legitimately, legitimately on purpose for this to happen, but it was kind of like storybook. It's yeah. like, all right, you're complaining, let me give you the ball first, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. so he doesn't complain. Do you think he stays on the Vikings for the remainder of the season, or do you think he gets traded at some point? Because the Vikings were very open <sighs> in saying to all 32 teams that he's not going anywhere.
1: I think it was just a wake-up call. Like, he just wanted his team to have a wake-up call, and I think they have been woken up now, and... I think he's going to stay with the Vikings, in my opinion.
0: I think he stays a little bit longer. I don't think he's a Viking for the remainder of his career. I think he goes somewhere else, and for some reason, whenever I think Stephon Diggs – I'm not thinking the Patriots. That's too obvious. I'm thinking mm-hmm. another obvious team, which is the Eagles. I think he oh, goes to God. a team like that. For some reason, they're very good at jumping on that, you know, the train of, like, whatever good wide receivers on the market we're going to get after him. I feel like they're always in that discussion. For example – um. When Amari Cooper was in trade talks with the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. supposedly the Redskins and the Eagles were making a big jump to try and grab him. Makes sense. And the Eagles were like the front runners to try to grab they Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think they were giving up a, a pretty good offer. I think the Redskins were giving an okay offer, but that's when the Dallas Cowboys swooped in and gave their number one overall yeah. pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. And if anything, that worked out for them, 100%. But, yeah. again, the Eagles are always in discussion to try to get that top wide receiver, just to give them
1: more weapons. Mm-hmm. I
0: feel like they're very good at that. Even the Jordan um,
1: Howard pickup for, what, a sixth-round pick? I they're
0: probably. always involved yeah. in just any, ty- any type of person on the market they wanted to pick up, they'll mm-hmm. go for it. Like, for example, when Melvin Gordon was in discussion to not get his you know, contract yeah. and hold out, they were on it, and they were like, we'll do an even swap with Jordan Howard right now. I feel like their front office is very yeah. attack mode. Mm-hmm. They're really good at that. And uh, I definitely respect him for that, but I do not like the Eagles. No. But I digress. Uh let's talk about Adam Thielen, like we mentioned before. Seven receptions, 130 yards, two touchdowns. He's also someone that's complained that we can give the ball to the best running back in the league in Dalvin Cook, but we need to throw the ball because it's too predictable. Mm-hmm. And this game, I think it wasn't more of a prove it game because it wasn't going to be one of the best, you know. Um you know, defenses are going up no. against, and that what, what are the Giants, like, 30th in the league right now? And then last the, night probably like pushes them a little 20s, farther. Yeah. No, no, they said 30th last night. I think they were 28, and then after um, this week, um, week five, oh, they de- moved to, 30, to number mm-hmm. 30. So I think now they're moving closer to 31. I don't know what exactly they're at right now, but it was 30 as of last night. And... I think this was just a game that was more game script towards trying to get uh, Kirk Cousins more involved in the passing game. I think this is all yeah. that was. I, I don't want to say they overlooked the Giants because I think the Giants have a pretty solid offensive line. Mm-hmm. They still had their best weapons before going down. You know, Daniel Jones is looking very promising. And I don't think they were overlooking them, but I definitely think they saw this defense and were like, this would be a good time for us to try some things out if we want to make a run in this NFC North division. They mm-hmm. did that with Adam Thielen. And you go to the guy who has been with the team. Uh, for a while, as a special teamer, he was getting actually he was getting paid as a special teamer. He came up as a wide receiver. He was undrafted. He a Minnesota kid, and you know you get you give it to the guy, you know, mm-hmm. and he did he did very solid. 18.6 yards uh, per catch and two touchdowns. Phenomenal job yep. by him. Uh, Dalvin Cook in the receiving game too. I like what he's been doing in the Mm -hmm. receiving game as well. They've been doing a lot of screen passes. I saw it in this game. Um, Especially right out of the gate, they were doing a lot of screen passes to Dalvin Cook. Six receptions, 86 yards. (laughs) If it works for you, it it works for you, Mm -hmm. I guess. But they're going to have some tough defenses later in the season. Again, I mostly think this game was trying stuff out and seeing what they can do um, against the Giants defense. Mm -hmm. Um, Stephon Diggs only had three receptions, 44 yards. Nothing to be happy about, but he showed up to the game Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, I mean... He did. I think he got fined for missing the practice. I he think he got to get $200, fined. $200,000, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Can't miss practice. So, I think he was kind of trying to leave a statement. He's like, I can pay this. Yeah. Because he just got paid a little while ago. Mm-hmm. I think they get out of that contract eventually, and they keep uh, feeling. I think he's their guy. More than Diggs is. I think Diggs moves on.
1: It's just hard to picture him anywhere else, to be honest. Oh, definitely is. Yeah. Um, uh, Just
0: because, well, he was drafted there, so it's yeah. kind of like he hasn't been anywhere else, mm-hmm. but... Um, I, I think he moves on to a different team. Just depends on what team. Honestly, a lot of teams need wide receivers. If you can hopefully get a wide receiver, hopefully not the Eagles or Patriots. Hopefully not, <laughs> but I could definitely see Stephon Diggs on the Eagles. It's just so oh. weird how you know. I think I saw like tweets about it, and I was all over it, and I was like, you know, that's very, very realistic. Yeah, that's something that could happen. Uh, let's move over to the Giants side because again, this game did end twenty eight to ten. Uh, but the Giants did miss a lot of opportunities here, like a lot. And um I know you turn the ball over at the 1 yard line. Uh, it's a very th-
1: deceiving score.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. But there was definitely opportunities here to make this game closer. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like a blowout when you look at the numbers, but you really got to watch the game to kind of get an idea of what was going on. And I wrote down a lot of notes on this game. I don't have it in front of me right now, unfortunately, but there was a lot of missed opportunities for the Giants, especially mm-hmm. la- uh, later in the game. I think there was I think they went for a kick and then there was a flag
1: and they had another opportunity to score yeah, and they had a they first a down and they mm-hmm. couldn't do it yeah so we were in the we were in the red zone three separate times besides the 10 points that we have from and they couldn't from that win get it done and could have went for field goals they didn't go for field goals they went on fourth uh i believe two or three two either two out of three times or all three times which
0: i like out of Shermer i I like how he's he's aggressive yeah he's
1: aggressive yeah but But it would have nice to have nine more points on the board i feel like when he
0: does things like this he doesn't just doesn't know when to stop you know, I yeah. think
1: you just need to like, you know, three points. Let's mm. just take the three points. And it, when, when we did get that turnover uh, a, a, a little around halftime and we ran it in our own end zone to get out of it and we got a safety Awful play call it was the worst play call. This was another game where I'm like, Pat Schumer, what are you doing, yeah. dude? I was in that corner of the end zone. I saw them lined up and they were all blitzing. And I'm like, no, even the, the announcers were like,
0: well, they're stacking the box. Like anyone yeah. could see it. Yeah. You're at the one yard line. Of course they're going to do that. They're going to try to get the safety and, they're running and they it, did
1: it. They're running it with Hillman, not even Wayne Gallman, no, not I was just going going Barkley. Say that. Uh, yeah. Hillman wasn't was going to do anything ugly for you to there. Watch.
0: Elijah Penny wasn't going to do anything for you there. I think Elijah Penny looked good this game. Yeah, from yeah, what I saw yeah. and I thought
1: they were going to use him a little more in the Patriots game. Fortunately, they didn't, but
0: he's a decent know.
1: runner. Like he he can get you short yardage. He had like four carries for like 5 yards a piece, I think. Yeah, just a, a little above average Because okay.
0: they were signed him yeah. for a reason He's not an awful He's, nah, he's a good nah, person nah, to have yeah. as depth But it's kind of like If you're putting him in Him in or Hilleman in That's a lot of responsibility for him And the second the ball was handed off the plate Was dead Oh yeah Like I don't think Dano Jones even like left he, Like you know when you hand off the ball And you like uh, like just run out a yeah, little bit Yeah he didn't even run out He no, it was like it And then, and then it was like Oh it's yeah. over Yeah, not good play calling. I was very angry. And that kind of switched the game there. And I I know that it was kind of like... we were only down by six
1: at that point. That's why it was kind
0: of like, I think the Giants were like, what can we do now? Because now they get the ball, and then Mm -hmm. it's just the safety changes the whole dynamic of the game. Because you you give up those points, and you have to give the ball back. It's just... Not a good sight But Daniel mm. Jones Let's talk about him for a little bit um, 21 for 38 182 yards A touchdown and a pick And I mean There was a lot of mistakes here A lot of good things I saw Very
1: promising He, he got greedy this game He Yeah After the Bucks game He had confidence Which I like You know I, I want our new quarterback To have confidence Well
0: now's the time To start making some throws That mm-hmm. you're like Maybe this doesn't work Or this does work mm-hmm. In this scenario Because well, This is the year mm-hmm. He gets experience under his belt Next yep. year is kind of like Alright Gather the troops Make smarter mm-hmm. throws. Make smarter runs. And whenever we give the ball to Saquon, give it to him at the right times, not the wrong times, like yep. that play call. Exactly. And even if you give the ball to Saquon there, I don't think he gets out.
1: Probably not. But next year's the year, one. and
0: I feel like every year is the year. But they yeah. have $70 million in cap space. You're probably going to get a higher draft pick, maybe mid-round draft pick. I think they're pick. focusing all on defense. All, they all should defense. be. Yeah. Spend all that
1: money on defense.
0: Because yeah. like, your offense is going to be okay if free agent comes by – sign him, uh, maybe draft a guy like Slayton in the later round like they did last yeah. year. I think that was a pretty solid pickup as well. I feel like he, he has – He looks good. Because d- like Daniel Jones Slayton. and Slayton yeah. have a really good rapport together yeah. in the preseason. Because um, I don't know if you remember in that Bengals preseason game where it was like third and long, and Daniel Jones just tosses it to like the side – like like near the pylon. Mm-hmm. And then Slayton just gets two feet in They're at the one-yard yeah. line. They run it in with uh, – I don't know if it was Perkins or someone else. Really? I know what
1: you're talking Yeah, I remember they that, cut, that they cut They
0: cut this running back. I forgot his name. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. we They didn't keep anyone up cut, w- sadly. I'll say this. Whenever Dano I mean,
0: Jones is not third down, I mean, for a first time in a very long time, I'm not already sold that it's going to be fourth. Like, I feel like he's poised enough, and whatever play is being ran, if he can't find the right target, he can always run it. And I always feel like on third and longs or third and shorts, the play's not over yet. And I feel like that's a good thing to have in a quarterback. Instead of counting him out like mm-hmm. we did with Eli for the past
1: couple years, mm-hmm. you know the, the Bucks game amazed me when he ran that touchdown in to seal the game and win it. That made me think, "Oh my God, we have a mobile quarterback!" Like I mean, I already knew that, but I but we haven't really seen it since then. No, you know what and I mean? it's it's definitely but a good
0: sight yeah. to see. I'm telling you, the kid's promising, mm-hmm. but he's going to make his mistakes now. And I mm-hmm. said this, and it was tough. Because I, I said this after the preseason. I said Daniel Jones is going to make his mistakes. It's coming. You could say he is a phenomenal quarterback in the preseason. That happens to a lot of quarterbacks that end up being bad in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really mark that as anything. But I did see that he made some pretty risky passes, turned into a, a really good play. So I'm yeah. like, okay. So he has poise. He doesn't care about who's coming. That's something to write down and take away from it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't count his stats towards anything,
1: obviously, because it's preseason. And he has been sacked a lot. Oh yeah, taking yeah. a lot of hits and, and gotten right his ball out.
0: security isn't too great. But the thing with Daniel Jones um, is that him, it, it was tough after the, it was tough after the the Bucks game on the road because for one thing it's hard to win on the road. And another thing it's hard to. Put up the performance he did and the fact that people are expecting it the next week and the next week and the next week. I told Chris, the mistakes are coming and you don't need someone like me to tell you that. You don't need an analyst mm-hmm. to tell you that because he's a young kid and he's going to have some growing yeah. pains.
1: That's something everyone could see just with the naked eye. And the Vikings defense is tremendous. It's a top five defense in the yeah. league.
0: And so it was kind of like the mistakes come and people are so, are shocked. Like, why are we shocked? Like, you can't really make an opinion on this kid. No. Only a couple weeks into the, into the season, he wasn't even named the starter to start the year. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... He's, start, he's getting accumulated now, and he should be right up to date with everything. But it's kind of like, it's a different vibe when you come in week three and take the starting job than if you started the season with the starting job. And he's going to have that next year, so it's kind of like he has all offseason to improve. Yep. Saquon is the type of player, and Sterling Shepard, where they like to get in some extra work in the offseason, as a lot of players do, but they'll rally the troops, get Evan Ingram. Um, they did that with uh, Eli in the offseason. Yeah. They were like, let's just go run some routes, mm-hmm. see what we can do. And I think they'll do that with Dano Jones
1: as well. I could see that.
0: Uh, so moving forward here again, John Hillman and Elijah Penny—they had to share the backfield again. Nothing's happening on the ground again. You lose Gallman, your second-string running yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Who? I don't know where everyone got the idea that he wasn't a good running back. They just but,
1: compared to Barkley, they knew that. He oh wasn't yeah, yeah, definitely. On that level. I
0: mean, what are you going to do with Gallman as soon as Barkley is getting going? And the yeah. performance that he had his rookie mm-hmm. season when he won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um. Like how can you? Like even work, how can you work Wayne standard. Gallman in there unless it's like you just switch him out? And that's what Madden does. Like I'll play <laughs> Saquon for three downs and I'll have him run the ball three times. i like, no, oh, put Gallman in there. Like I think that's <laughs> what they're doing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, nine carries, twenty yards for Hillman. Penny had three carries for 15 yards. Again, he looked pretty solid with his opportunities. Uh, Darius Lane, four receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown. I think him and Daniel Jones are going to have that connection. They so have a rapport going. They have a yeah. really nice rapport together. Again, two rookies coming in. He had the first-round pick, and then he was the fifth-round pick. That I'm sounds right, second. yeah. Um, and then Sterling Shepard, five receptions, 49 yards. He got concussed in this game, so he's going to he be out for a exa- exa- amount of Xavier
1: Rhodes all over him, I think. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. fell on him, and that's how he got... The concussion well, <laughs> well
0: at one point there was i think um i think daniel jones missed a throw and like sterling Shepard had did xavier, xavier rhodes beat and mm-hmm. they just didn't come down with it mm-hmm. um evan ingram six receptions 42 yards he's also hurt golden tate comes back after his four game suspension off peds three receptions 13 yards again not targeted as much in this game um but look for that to be more of an improvement because again you are paying this guy a lot of money yeah. due to the absence of Odell Beckham. So, mm-hmm. like, let's just throw our money at this guy because he was a free agent at the mm-hmm. time. He leaves the Eagles, and I think it's not the worst pick worst pickup in the world, but people were questioning it at the time. I'm not sure what else to add on this game. I think Giants just missed a lot of opportunities yeah. here. And Vikings it, outplayed them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they needed to after that awful week. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll jump to the next game, Ram Seahawks. We watched this on Thursday Night Football. Great game. Uh, very, very great game. And I had a feeling that that last kick – was going to be missed. And I said it out loud. Yeah, didn't I? Did. Not, I was you like, ve- you Yo, I yeah. think he's going to miss this kick. <laughs> it's just one of those feelings you have with kickers, and they didn't do that thing where they put up the stat and they're like, he hasn't missed his last 20-something kicks. Yeah. And when that happens, usually they miss. Mm-hmm. But in this one in particular, I think just with the circumstances and where they're at, and I, I like Greg Zerline. I think he's one of the better yeah, kickers amazing. in the league. He's, he's amazing. I just, yeah. in that circumstance right there, I'm like, he cannot make this kick oh. there is no way he makes this kick i just don't know i just had that feeling mm-hmm. and it happened and it just made it 10 times more exciting when mm-hmm. he missed uh but to get into more detail here on um, the los angeles rams fell to the seattle seahawks seattle seahawks 30 to 29 heartbreaking loss very close game the rams fall to three and two um they lose two straight after being three you know i think yeah and then the seahawks move on to four and one with with uh russell wilson having an mvp caliber type season i think he keeps it up I hope so. Um, he might have a little stalemate towards the middle of the season because, again, I know Russell Wilson. I, we spoke about this off yeah. air right mm-hmm. before. And I said he's the type of quarterback that could be game manager depending oh. on what Pete Carroll wants to do. Mm-hmm. I think this year he's giving a little bit more trust, which is kind of like a no-brainer because it's mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. But there are, there are games where he doesn't have to perform the way he is performing now mm-hmm. to win games. But I think now they're kind of just like, let's just unleash him. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they are doing. But let's talk about the Rams for a second instead of the losing team. So we have Jared Goff throwing 49 times this game. And he threw almost 70 times the game before. I think they're trying to use him a lot more in the passing game. He went 29 for 49, 395 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. I haven't been too impressed with the way Jared Goff has been performing, but this it's not like – I don't want to say he doesn't deserve that money because I think he is their guy. I don't think they're moving on from him anytime soon. So they kind of were forced to do it. Not forced because they did pay him a little early along with Carson Wentz, who I think it was the pr- appropriate time to pay Carson Wentz due to the absence of Nick Foles yeah. who went over to the Jacksonville. I just haven't seen a great you know, balance of running the ball and passing – and I think that's the main reason why Jared Goff hasn't been performing that well. I feel like if there's the right balance, yeah. he'll be a lot better. Maybe that you take away that pick and we're not even having this conversation. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're having him throw 70 times and 50 times, that's very telling as to how they want to run this offense. I think it's good ex- experience for him to keep throwing the ball because last year you really saw more of that coming out from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, earlier in the season, Todd Gurley was phenomenal, but it's a different story this season. Todd Gurley had Leonard Fournette numbers, and we have that ongoing joke on this yeah. podcast, and we say it off air too. Fifteen carries, fifty-one yards, two touchdowns. Uh, definitely good for fantasy numbers, but for effectiveness on the field, if you're in the if you're in the red zone, cool. But mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of the field, what are you gonna do? You know. Yeah. So
1: it's kind of. It's weird. They were so fluid last year that offense. Like Robert Woods was getting everything. Cooper Cup was getting everything, even before he got hurt um brandon cooks was looked like a star todd Gurley was having an mvp season and everything was clicking and then the super bowl cold like ice cold completely yeah since then it's it's because there there was that
0: thing that came out that he had issues with his knee and then cj anderson starts blowing up out of nowhere yeah
1: cj anderson did well Yeah. yeah And
0: and that's when the questions came up. Like, can any running back have that type of season it, with Rams. that yeah. with that type of offensive line? I mean, Todd Gurley is very phenomenal. I oh, think of course. C.J. Anderson did have a pretty good offensive line to run with, but mm-hmm. I think the way how athletic Todd Gurley is, I think I would st- I, I wouldn't even make the argument to to think that other people could have that type of season. I think other people can perform. Any typical NFL running back could have a yeah. phenomenal season with that as. CJ Anderson did Just coming off the couch mm-hmm. Like a couple of weeks ago He got cut he's twice He's definitely a
1: be- He's a better overall player Than CJ Anderson
0: And ca- And uh, and well, it's, yeah, He is a no better uh, That's no discussion yeah. But again uh, CJ Anderson He was He just got cut Two um, He got cut by two different teams Lions uh, No no The Lions picked him up this year, oh, to year this Then year. they cut him uh, But the Raiders cut him And the Panthers cut him And then the Panthers oh, Signed yeah, him yeah, first yeah. And then yeah. they cut him Raiders mm-hmm. picked him up And then cut him again And then a couple weeks later, the Rams were like, let's have you come in here. Todd's having some issues with his knee, and that's what happened. Um, But, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't don't know what's going on with Todd Gurley, and Todd Gurley keeps getting questions about that, and he doesn't want to answer it. I think it's the issue with the knee. Um, The thing is, with an arthritic knee, it's not going to get better. It gets worse. So it's kind of like I think they're being very cautious with that right now. But the thing with the the Rams is, if their overall plan is to save – Todd Gurley later on in the season for the playoffs since they are listen they're coming off a Super Bowl year which I had them as the Super Bowl pick because I thought their defense was just so great Todd Gurley was so great but then that happened and then you put the ball in the hands of Jared Goff and you could see what happens and um yeah man I uh, I just think that Todd Gurley I don't know if if you if they're thinking of saving him you're in, you're in, you have the wrong idea yeah because there's no guarantee you make the playoffs. Listen, in the same division, the Seahawks are doing very well. They And they won this game. This is a division game. You have to win division games. And it was very close, which makes it even worse. You have the 49ers who haven't lost a game yet. And who else is in their division? What am I missing? Yeah, uh, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams.
1: Niners. And
0: I think yeah. it's – am I making a mistake here? Cardinals?
1: That sounds right. Yeah, Cardinals, Niners, Rams, yeah, 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 Seattle. Yeah. Yep,
0: I'm right. Um and Cardinals are in development right now. So yeah, they're like what do you expect mode. them to do. Yeah. This is a tough division, minus the Cardinals. Yeah, it's still pretty tough. Yeah, so don't very. plan on saving Todd Gurley. I think it's better to use him right now, mm-hmm. and he's had some tough runs. Like even like some 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 of his runs that come close to the red zone. I'm like, oh, he's gonna get down at the one yard line and watch Malcolm Brown come vulture it. But no, he battles through and gets to the end zone. So I think there's still some positives with Todd Gurley right now. But the fact that he's not getting the workload that he used to, especially in the passing game. He had three receptions, six yards, and then it's kind of similar to the past couple games, too. He just hasn't gotten the workload he has been getting. Because mm-hmm. it used to be like, oh, screen pass to Todd Gurley? He could take this to the house or take it 40 <laughs> yards or 60 yards. Mm-hmm. That's something that would happen. Can you explain to me this? What is Jared Goff's weird, you know, connection that he wants to have with Gerald Everett? Seven receptions, 136 yards. He kind of had the same type of game the I, week before. I think the He connect- was targeting him
1: over and over downfield. I think the connection is that he's open a lot. <laughs> like, for some reason— He's open co- a lot, but again, he, it's, it's he a tight does, end. The, so guy, the quarterbacks- guy is huge, but he seems to get open. Let's say he's like Jason Witten. He just gets open out of nowhere. No one sees this man. He gets fed, and he gets those rack yards. Listen, I like Gerald I Everett because
0: I think I saw flashes. Remember that? T- remember that Chiefs-Rams game? Oh, last year. Last yeah. year. The best game mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. They were giving, He was giving the ball to Gerald Everett that game, a too. lot, yeah. But
1: the thing is, Tyler Higby just got paid a load of money. I think Higby scored the game. Was a game-winning touchdown? I don't remember. That year? I don't remember. I think it was.
0: I don't remember if Tyler <laughs> Higby scored. But I remember Gerald Everett got a touchdown. I think they both got a piece. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I figured Higby got paid this offseason. Why not give the ball to him a little more? Maybe he's more of a blocking tight end. Sure. And Gerald Everett's the guy that goes out because he was a second-round pick. Gerald Everett. Mm-hmm. He's built more like but, a receiver, tight end. Than yeah, but a he's rocking, looking. He's been looking to him a lot more than his weapons in mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. And you saw last year they were going to those three guys, not Gerald Everett. Mm-hmm. It was but this Tight th- end is quarterback's best friend. You I know? was just going to yeah. say that, and I think Gerald Everett is starting to have that rapport with Jared Goff. Where if I need a reliable guy out there, and Cooper Cup's not open because he's been going to Cooper Cup a lot. Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks hasn't been getting as much love, but he's been getting involved with the with the offense, and I think Robert Woods is kind of in the same ballpark with mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks. I think. His main targets right now are Gerald DeVert and Cooper Cup just because, again, tight end and that, you know, yeah. he had the connection with the tight end, which a lot of quarterbacks do because mm-hmm. you need that in a young quarterback. And that's usually what they go to because, again, they come right off the line first, so they're going to be the ones open. Cooper Cup, they went to college together, roommates together, so it's kind of like they have that connection as well. Cooper Cup, I think he's on pace right now. He'll be the only player in NFL history to have – um. Nine receptions and a touchdown in, like, four straight games wow. or something like that. I think I saw that from Phil Yates on Twitter. But, yeah, he had nine receptions, started 17 yards, and a touchdown. Love Cooper Cup. Same, th- same thing with him. He had that uh, ACL injury, come back from that. And, again, he's a big him. dude. He's a big yeah. dude. Yeah. And the more weight you have on that knee, it's going to be very tough. And I don't think he's missed a step either. And you could tell just with ACL tears, I think a lot of, like, healthcare professionals and surgeons are now getting ahead of the curve yeah. here. By knowing exactly how to handle those types of injuries, Uh, Robert Woods five receptions, 48 yards. Taylor Higby three receptions, 47 yards. He definitely did get more involved as later in the game came by. Because I Mm. remember when I was watching and I was like standing looking at the TV. Oh, we're giving it to Higby now (laughs) (laughs) instead of Gerald Everett, as they've been doing all game. Uh, But but yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much their offense. Gerald Everett, Mm -hmm. uh, Cooper Cup. Todd Gurley, if they need him, if they want to use him, mm. and then Jared Goff just throwing like fifty plus times.
1: You know what acquisition I really like that the Rams made? What? Clay Matthews. Love it. He, he literally. Re- he got hurt though. He did, but he did. He rejuvenated this team in that game. Like at half, the Seahawks were killing them.
0: Oh, he was, and it was and, all him. Yeah. He was and doing then, phenomenal. And then
1: Clay Matthews comes in with what two sacks I think? Yeah. He's amazing. Started like, lighting like he it up. St- he still got it. He got gas in the tank.
0: Well, here's guy. my question for you: Why is the NFL out to get this guy with oh the with these roughing God. the passer calls? I it's absolutely he, ridiculous. I remember when
1: he breathed on Ben Roethlisberger wrong last season. I wanted to was it that it was last season yeah
0: last season the one i remember yeah. the most because it just came after a week he did that i don't remember the first game but he did it to Alex Smith and he was yeah. and it was just one of the worst calls i've mm-hmm. ever seen
1: in my life they really do not like him i no. don't i really don't know why i feel why. so bad
0: he's like i moved to a different team maybe it's different <laughs> for me here this team is very favored to have a pretty like phenom- pretty great season they're coming off a phenomenal season and i'm i'm playing with guys like Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. who was also just as vicious as I am, yeah. and I'm still keep to leave. Keep to, to leave. Marcus yeah. Peters, but they don't have to worry about getting those calls on them. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, uh, at the, yeah, you're right. I, I definitely do think Clay Matthews did f- very very good, and I think he's a good fit for the Rams yeah, as well. I do too. Let's mm-hmm. jump over the Seahawks side because those guys played absolutely amazing yeah. on offense. They, those these guys are so fun to watch. Uh, Russell Wilson another game without a pick, and he has another yeah. four
1: touchdown game. Beautiful touchdown to Oh, uh, Yeah, we're corner. gonna talk about that in a yeah. second. He
0: only had 17 completions on 23 attempts, had the four touchdowns like I can mention a second ago, and less than 300 yards, 268. Um, Russell Wilson is right now in, this, in the discussion to be in the MVP voting, along with you know Pat Mahomes is probably gonna mm-hmm. get involved in that conversation every year. Tom Brady, whoever else is involved with right now, but at this point in the season, he is uh, a very very high candidate to win that award. Yeah, I believe he should be. <laughs> yeah. I think he should be too. But uh, we're gonna have to see what happens moving forward. Just like I mentioned before, he does have. It's still have early. A, yeah. It's still early, and he has those stalemate like type of games. We'll he have does. the one yeah. one touchdown, and then he ran the ball with Carson like thirty times, like they mm-hmm. did this game. But it was an even balance. Chris Carson, twenty seven carries, hundred eighteen yards, four point four yards per carry, which is okay. He's a, he's a solid okay. running back. He's, he's definitely definitely he's, is. Yeah. Which is why I keep saying I hate the Rashad Penny pick like yeah. in that draft I in the first round because it's like. Chris Carson broke his leg or his ankle, whatever. It's not like he tore his ACL where it's going to take longer and longer yeah. for him to come back. I guess Once was that's repaired, he's ready to go. Yeah. And he killed it that season. That's true. And he got hurt early in the season. I guess they were just like, we're kind of stuck. We don't have a running back right now. I knew Chris Carson was going to be their guy. I mm-hmm. think it was a no-brainer there. I think they just panicked and took Rashad yeah. Penny. Because they're not using him either. When he had six carries, 18 yards, yeah, goodbye. You yeah. know, <laughs> forget about it. Um Your boy Will Disley. I don't know what it is with Russell Wilson too. He loves his tight ends, and I feel like he's been in this league long enough where he doesn't need to use them. Disley's got hands, but I feel like he just loves using his tight end just to use him. I feel like he's just like, you know, Eh, I'll give you some (laughs) of it. Like he gives it to Will Disley four receptions, 81 yards. He had a touchdown the game before. I think the touchdown the game before that mm-hmm. and um, I liked Will Disley last year he started off hot like this and then it just kind of went downhill I remember I had him in fantasy and I had to drop him oh. because every, cause I had Russell Wilson and Will Disley so I'm like mm-hmm. stacking these yeah. two players I think is pretty solid it didn't work out he got like two points every single game after yeah. that or something like that but do you think Will Disley keeps this up with Russell Wilson because he's no Jimmy Graham he's no I do have him, him on my current fantasy team oh, so yeah.
1: I'm hoping that he does but yeah, again, what we were just talking about before, quarterback's best friend is the tight end. Most of those receptions that he got last week were not that far. They were, like, one or two of them were, like, shuffle passes. He had one deep, like, deep-ish ball to him. And he, the, Disley does not drop anything. You no. Know, he's a safe target. Very reliable. And if you need to get the ball off quick, a tight end's a great option, and the Seahawks do not have a great O-line. No. So, I think he's a safe option. Definitely. Know? And now we'll talk about the Tyler Lockett reception. But he had
0: four receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. The one touchdown. Russell Wilson rolls out left. It looks like he threw it out of bounds. I thought he did too. And it. I don't know yeah. how because Lockett isn't the tallest receiver no, in the world. No, he's like 5'11". It looked like he right. just he grew for a second and somehow snagged yeah, that ball like and brought tippy-toes. it back in. Tony Toe tapped on yeah. him. And that was just an absolute amazing on, play. Yeah. I think it's up for catch of the year already. And that this was on Eric
1: Weddle too.
0: I don't think they. I think they expected yeah. the ball to go out too. I don't think mm-hmm. they even expected that to happen. Absolutely great play by them on both ends. I think mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett is starting to grow on me a little bit because they did pay him a lot of money. Yeah. But the second he got paid, usually players don't do well. He got paid yeah. and he started becoming even better. Mm-hmm. He made the NFL Top 100 last year, and again, that's among players, so that's high praise. Um, he was 100 exactly, but uh. Yeah, I think he's just a very reliable target. Um, not like the biggest wide receiver in the world, like I mentioned before. He's, he's more on the short side, though. but yeah. he's a speedster. He knows mm-hmm. how to get open. If there's games, he gets two receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. That's more than enough yeah. for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, DK Metcalf, two receptions, 44 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I think they got an They got to get yeah. him more involved a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. I know we're trying to get the ball to Disley and Lockett, but Metcalf is definitely a reliable receiver. It's definitely tough for him to get separation. He's a, he's a bigger guy, and I know he has some speed on him, but getting separation – he, he, Having speed isn't going to help you with that Because you can run in a straight line all you want And mm-hmm. that's the type of receiver he was in Ole Miss But getting separation is very tough Because you have players like Mike Evans Who's been in the league for a while He can't get separation Yeah, Very tough for him to get it That's why Chris Godwin He can get separation yeah. That's why Jameis Winston has been going to him a lot more uh, Jerome Brown, two receptions, 36 yards I feel like he's just kind of giving depth for them In the slot, third, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. type of guy And yeah man, that's pretty much it And I, I think the Seattle defense isn't too bad they're not they the did worst okay. in the world. They did
1: okay. It's a, the the Rams have a lot of great weapons. You know, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks. Uh, did he end up leaving the game toward the third quarter? He had a con- he has a concussion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But still, Robert Robert Woods, Cup, Todd Gurley. It's not an easy defense, uh, offense to keep up with. Definitely so, not. They held their own.
0: But I do really really like you know having guys like Ziggy Ansah, mm-hmm. Jadavian Clowney. I think those guys up front are pretty solid. Michael Kendricks is still on the Bobby team. Wagner leading Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner, KJ yeah. Wright. And I think – Oh, uh Shaq Davey Griffin. I just mentioned Clowney yeah, yeah, a second my, ago. My yeah, guy. I just said that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Michael Kendricks until he goes to jail. Uh, so <laughs> oh they have him God. for now. Yeah, that's still going going on. But I think those guys are fine on defense. But offensively, they're just absolutely dominant in uh, – yeah, I just want to jump to that game because that was the first game on the mm-hmm. in the slot, on the docket. Uh, What game do you want to jump into now? I'll kind of give you the option. You pick out what you see.
1: Let's see. I want to go with... I have a game in mind, but... Great, but go ahead. You can pick. All right, so I'll go Bucks yeah. Saints
0: just because I saw it while you were picking. Okay. And this is the last game I watched on Game Pass, so I kind of looked at this game because on Red Zone, they weren't showing this game as much as I would have liked, but... Even though it was high-scoring, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but the Buccaneers fall to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints win this game 31-24. to Tampa Bay Buccaneers fall to 2-3 and three as they go up against another division rival this week against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Saints move on to 4-1. and one. I think they're on the right track right now, especially considering that their star Hall of Fame quarterback is out with a hand injury right now. Mm-hmm. And he's posting on Instagram that he's tossing the ball right now. Mm-hmm. So he's on his way. It amazes
1: me that their record is that good. Like I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is a bad quarterback. He started the season very rough, though. Like, well, what are you going to do? Percentage, like I'm. I'm just I'm not, I'm, expe- not. I'm not. I'm because not. Because you, know. you have
0: a Hall of Fame quarterback mm-hmm. as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. You think Teddy Bridgewater is thinking for a second that he's playing a, a down this season? If it's just maybe for Drew Brees to come out for one second, mm-hmm. like just one second, let me take my mm-hmm. whatever real quick. Do you think? He's even getting reps with the first team. Absolutely not. Probably not. No. So while there's no way he would come into this season having a solid outing mm-hmm. right away.
1: But the the beautiful thing about this, it's like it's like the Yankees this year. Big p big piece goes down, the whole team is rallying around them to keep them like afloat. I don't like, think it's that in depth. Like it's, it's a, just different, a different person keeps stepping up. Either their defense is putting in the work, or Camaro uh, will have a good game or um Michael Tom Michael Thomas might explode. Like you, you never really know game. you never know where it's going to come from with the Saints team. Like they're yeah. They're making the wins happen.
0: And like we mentioned before, this is another this is another deceiving score because one of the last touchdowns that the Buccaneers had was in garbage time. So this was like game mm-hmm. over by the third quarter kind of or towards the end of the third quarter it was kind of done by then. Saints just had to keep their lead. Um but yeah, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a pretty good quarterback. Um, I think he's a pretty good filling guy at the moment. Do you think after they move on from Drew Brees, do they even look to the draft? Because Sean Payton has said publicly Teddy Bridgewater's our guy after Drew Brees is done. Do you think they he keeps his word on that, or they look to the draft? Uh,
1: I think it's going to depend on the remaining games Bridgewater plays this season. Like, say Brees is out until like the end of November. I don't know. Cause they said six weeks
0: from what week two.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Six weeks from week two.
1: So, oh, say so yeah. All right, say so halfway through the season. Right now they're four and one. Yeah. If they lose like. Oh. If they lose like five games, then I say no way they're keeping Bridgewater as the future quarterback. I think they keep him, but I think they do look in the draft
0: and they're like you know what, let's just take this guy but just if they, in case. If so let's they have keep, a quarterback yeah. battle go on because yeah. we're not just going to give him this this spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Teddy Bridgewater right now, I think he has every right oh, to right, have currently. that spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have that spot as the next guy up. Uh, but as of right now, like I mentioned before, yeah, he's filling in for Drew Brees, obviously. 26 for 34, 314 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. Um, Taysom Hill also gets his fair share of one pass. I think it was to Michael <laughs> Thomas for 18 yeah. yards. Um, it's so exciting when they switch it up a little bit. But I think uh That dude Sean plays pa- like every position. He does. And Shane – Shane. Sean Payton – um, he, he has originally said that they're going to run like a two quarterback committee there, but it's just Teddy Bridgewater. I think they were just yeah, trying mainly, to throw off yeah. the team and cause usually when, when Drew Brees is in there, he'll get Taysom Hill involved a lot more, but I think oh, yeah. as of right now they're just letting, you know, Teddy Bridgewater do his thing. Alvin Kamara, 16 carries, 62 yards. Um, and he also had six receptions for 42 yards as well. Latavius Murray, seven carries, 28 yards. He gets his fair share in the running game, I think. Yeah. He gets a good amount of carries. And uh, Michael Thomas, absolutely phenomenal game. Eleven receptions, 182 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, it's glad to, I'm good. It's good to see that even with Drew Brees out, I think Teddy Bridgewater could still get Michael Thomas involved. I think people got very concerned about that. I think Teddy Bridgewater. I think he just the way the system is meant to
1: be played. He had a rough start the first two weeks. Well, he has to get accumulated mm-hmm, exactly. and get involved with the first yeah.
0: team. So I think now he's kind of like I know exactly who I'm going to, why I'm going to him. And know their specialties. And I think I like how they're using Jared Cook a little bit more, too. I think when Drew Brees was in, yeah. in the game, mm.
1: they didn't look to Jared Cook at all, really. Strange. Yeah. You would think, like, because he used to have such a great rapport with Jimmy Graham years ago, you'd think he'd favor having a good receiving Isn't tight end like Jared Cook. I feel right? like he is very biased to, to Jimmy
0: Graham. And, like, every other yeah. tight end that they've had hasn't worked for them. It's weird, yeah. Cause who
1: do they have? Who's
0: that? Who's that guy? I know they have Jeremy Hill, and he's still on the uh, Jeremy Hill, right? Um, no, 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 they had Josh Hill. Yeah, he's on Josh the roster Hill. still. But who do they have? He's the one that looks like Dante, or buddy Dante. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about Don. Da- Don, da- not my. Um, no, I know what you're talking about. I had, I had him. Kobe, <laughs> Kobe White, or not? White. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. He's, an he's an on the Bulls. Yeah. Um, Kobe.
0: It was Kobe something. I don't know. It's hurting me now that I don't know it. But they had him and it didn't work out for them. Uh, Our buddy Danny, who was a Saints fan, was obsessed with him. And he wanted him to be good. He just didn't end up being good. Let me know what it is. I'll keep going. But yeah, Jared Cook, again, I didn't expect him to use him a lot this year either as a tight end. I think fantasy-wise, you're kind of forced to take him because of the lack of tight ends. But in real life, um, for for the Raiders, they're very good at using their tight ends, as you can see this year with Waller and Foster Moreau. Disgusting. But... Usually they like to use their tight ends over there in Oakland, and that's why uh, Jared Cook was expected to have a bigger year this year, but it didn't happen. Do you have it?
1: Yeah, I see Josh Hill, blah, blah, blah. I'm still looking.
0: Don't you just look up, like, Saints, Kobe, tight end? Saints. Kobe. Kobe Fleener. Fleener. Bro, it took me two seconds to do that, and you couldn't even do that. Come oh, on, no? had, like, a damn oh, man! Come on, man! Ted, Ted, Ted Junior again. He's more of their deep red. Had two receptions, uh, thirty-five yards, and a touchdown. Overall, this game was just a wash. Teddy Bridgewater did very well in this game. I wanted to touch on the Buccaneers for a second, as like I mentioned before, um, with their wide receiving core. Again, they have very good two running backs to go back and forth with. I think they have a very good wide receiving core to go with as well. And Chris Godwin, who has been absolutely insane, seven mm-hmm. receptions, one hundred twenty-five yards, two touchdowns. Because he's just able to get he's open. He's a good receiver. He's just always yeah. open. Um, and he had that crunch time, not crunch time because this wasn't a close game, but that garbage time touchdown yeah. at the end mm-hmm. of the game, just to add on to what he already had. Um, as well as, my, again, Mike Evans. Nothing in this game because he, he just can't
1: get open. He's the like least consistent receiver. Listen, he, he's <laughs> big. He's big, right?
0: Yeah. So if you want to look downfield to go to him, I think there is a, it's not a 50-50 ball because the way Mike Evans is sized up, I think he's athletically talented enough and also big enough to grab the ball. Mm-hmm. But Jameis Winston also said this week, is like, in order for us to win games, you got to get the ball in the hands of Mike Evans. And I think they had a very strong connection together earlier on when Mike Evans was a rookie. Yeah, But I feel like now it's changing because you go to the guy that's wide open and that's Chris Godwin. And uh, I feel like it's changing a little bit. And you kind of saw that last year as well, how it's been yeah. changing. He's been going to Godwin. And also when Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing, he went to Godwin all the time too. Mm-hmm.
1: And and Deshaun
0: Jackson last
1: year too. Yeah,
0: but yeah. he was well out by then. He didn't want to be a Buccaneer yeah, anymore. No. But as of right now, and this is the one question I'll have for the Bucs, because again, they didn't lose this game. I'm not too crazy on them this year. Um, I was crazy on them because I like Bruce Arians, but I feel mm-hmm. like watching him be a coach right now, I'm like, it's a little cringy. <laughs> he likes to complain a lot He has some weird Play yeah. play calling It's like I don't know I thought this guy Was like an Arizona legend But do you think tr- I don't
1: trust him Right now
0: Do you think No 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 Do you think Jameis Winston As of right now Gets a contract At the end of this year Contract year
1: Their current record is Talking
0: to this microphone Their current sorry.
1: record is Two and three Two and
0: three Hopefully uh, that'd be Two and four I picked the Panthers Spoiler for my picks later
1: <laughs> They've been battling with him for the past few years, like since that Mariota him and Mariota draft. Like it's always been up and down. They've never been like a hundred percent with him. I think it's possible. I think I think they could give him a contract. As a like, last game I watched fully was the Giants Bucks, and Winston looked like a pro that game. Yeah. And then stupid stupidly in the. Like, late third, early fourth, they went away from the passing game and were running the ball, and Giants were stuffing it. But I bet if you let Winston toss it, they probably could have, you know, had another score on us at the end. think he was uh, feeding Mike Evans. um, I
0: mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was good that game because how hard is it to get separation on our secondary? So, um, but... At the same time, as soon as they can get Mike Evans accumulated and Chris Godwin isn't going to be a problem, the dude was just getting wide open, especially against the Rams. He was always yeah. wide open. I wrote that in my notes to him. like mm-hmm. This dude's always wide open. Uh, but Jameis Winston, again, yeah, he doesn't turn over the ball in this game. But th- my problem with him is he holds the ball for way too long.
1: He does, yeah.
0: And I'm like, stop trying to keep this play alive. Throw the ball away. Get out of the box. You're athletic enough to toss it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and you know... Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do is toss it out of bounds. Yep. And you keep your you keep your offensive line, 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 keep your offense alive a little more is what I meant to say. But, yeah, he holds on the ball for way too long. And uh, literally after I wrote that down, like this dude's holding the ball for way too long. The next play, he does like an athletic play where he, mo- he runs up to the line of scrimmage and finds Godwin downfield. I'm like, yeah, you can hope to make plays like that, but it's not going to happen all the time. No. There's no way. So run out of the pocket. Throw the ball away. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers has been successful up to this point in throwing one pick yep. every year? He likes to throw the ball away. He throws yeah. the ball away more than any other quarterback mm-hmm. in the league, and he's considered one of the best quarterbacks, mm-hmm. like maybe of all time.
1: He does love to throw on the run too, which is impressive. But he
0: does. So he has nah. that. So you don't know, like he's very good at thro- throwing on the run. I don't think James is that good at it right now. Nah. Maybe. But he could. Th- Aaron Rodgers can throw on the run, and he gives himself an opportunity to make a play. Or if the play isn't there, he's keep your drive to alive to throw it out of bounds. Exactly. I think James Winston, mm-hmm. as soon as he gets involved like that, I think maybe this could have been a much closer game. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because, again, that score does look deceiving. It does look closer than it actually was. So maybe you throw the ball away a couple of times. It's a big game changer. Yeah. I think he gets a contract at the end of the season. I think the Bucks give it to him. Bruce Arians comes in. I think he doesn't have much room for error, and I don't think the Bucks really care at this point. So it's kind of like if they either give him the contract or don't give it to him, I think he'll be fine either way. I just think Bruce Arians right now, he came back specifically to work with Jameis. Mm-hmm. So I think they give him the contract.
1: Yeah. It's so safer bet than them. I don't see them tanking at all, and I. Th- I no, think that's not their plan. I think they're gonna finish the season like with eight, nine wins. So there's no way in the in the draft they're gonna end up picking up some kind of like. High pick quarterback. It's not going to happen with the Bengals and the Redskins I and think, the Dolphins not doing well.
0: I think they'll keep him honest and maybe flirt with the fact that there's quarterbacks available in this upcoming draft and maybe aim towards that and give you know have a little quarterback battle with Jameis Winston. But you give him the contract. I think the Bucks right now, if they give him the contract, then they pr- they're probably going to give him the starting job next year if they draft someone. This is all hypothetical, by the way. Mm-hmm. And if by week three he doesn't perform that well, I don't think they're going to be afraid to bench him after paying him. Yeah, but the thing is, no one else is going to want to pick up that contract if that, you know, goes yeah, that way. True, but I think he gets a contract regardless. It's going to depend on the performance. Because Bruce Arians was in the booth, and he he stopped he stopped um, coaching for the the Cardinals just to retire normally and probably be in the media a little bit. But then he's just like, there's an opening job here. I got offered the job. Jameis Winston. I think he he liked him with Florida State, mm-hmm. and I think that's a quarterback he kind of wanted to work with. I thought Bruce Aarons was going to go to the Browns. To be their head coach, but he didn't. But no. he went to the Bucks. I thought he was going to be a great, you know, addition there, because that division is very tough every yeah. year. And I still like him, but right now it's kind of hard to watch him as a coach. It's kind of very yeah. iffy. Like, it's iffy mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but yeah, I'll stop talking about this game. Well, what 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 do you want to jump into next? And maybe we'll take a little break after. You want to go Ravens Steelers? Ravens Steelers. Yep. Yeah. So the main highlight of this game unfortunately has to be is that hit on mason rudolph yeah and unfortunately he's concussed and he's officially ruled out for this week's game no surprises there and so they're going to use devlin Hodges, their third string quarterback who didn't look too bad when he came in yeah he Uh, he automatically got them involved and he got juju involved and he got them in scoring position Mm -hmm. so i think he should be just fine raven's defense is okay i don't think they're too bad i think they're one of the better defenses in the league and it was a clean hit uh it's
1: just, it just I don't think it's a, it's yeah. just, that was an it's, awful yeah. thing to look at. Yeah. You never want to see a player go down like that. No, and I don't, and as soon I don't as you, care if it's the opposing team or yours. No. It's just, it's a bad situation. It's
0: a bad situation when you go down and you're stiff like that. Because some people may not come out of that. Yeah. Like Shazier, I don't think he didn't get stiff. He just couldn't feel his lower extremities. Mm-hmm. It's I scary. Mean, yeah. Oh, 100% scary. And it's a scary sport. Earl Thomas didn't mean to do that. Earl Thomas even, I think I, I saw like a little report, I think on Twitter from someone. I think it was Ian Rappaport or, Adam Schefter, one of those guys, and they said that apparently Earl Thomas reached out to him and like sent him texts, and he hasn't gotten a reply yet, and I assume he's still not allowed to look at heavy light or electronics yeah. like that, so that's probably why, but um, yeah, you, you could tell it. He didn't mean it. He he said the way he plays is credible enough where, I'm going for the hits that are legal, I'm not yeah. going for the illegal hits. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying a, it. I'm not, not trying to get away player, with it. Yeah, he's not. not trying to do that. Um and like Earl Thomas, and it's just it was just one of those circumstances where it's bad. You can't really point fingers anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they couldn't get the card out there. They they had to help him back, you know, get back to the, you know, to get checked out um, in the trainer's room or the doctor's room or mm-hmm. wherever they're at in the in the stadium. But they couldn't get the card out there. People thought he was going to be okay because he was walking on his two feet. But he was able to be sent home later that night um, after being sent to the hospital. So that's also a good sign by him. But mm-hmm. I feel like that was my main, you know, outlook on this game. It, yeah. it was It's just tough. Steelers right now are in a tough position, and it's just sad to see that. Uh, Quarterbacks are dropping like flies Oh yeah it, this, It's just one of those years I think this happened like two, three years ago Where every quarterback was down Yeah uh, But yeah, this game ended um, In overtime Ravens, Steelers uh, Steelers won this game 26-23 to 23. Ravens move on to 3-2 and two. Pittsburgh moves on Or fall So 1-4 and, and it's honestly I think it's chalk for The Steelers this year I think you're moving on to your third string quarterback What can you honestly do at this point? Yes, you have your weapons in James Conner. Yes, you have your weapons in in Juju Smith-Schuster and James Washington, who had a rapport with um, Mason Rudolph back in college when they went to Oklahoma State. But he's not playing anymore. It's kind of like... You know, it's kind of like you're resetting again and again because you start with Ben and you hope in this season he's able to help you and put up numbers, and I think it's no question that he was going to be able to put up the numbers he did and give him a solid record. You move on to Mason Rudolph. You try to see what he has in him because he won the the second-string job over Josh Dobbs, and Josh Dobbs eventually gets traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars after Nick Foles goes down, so it's his spot. And they kind of wanted to see how he was, you know, because, again... um, I think Big Ben has like three more years left, so they kind of want to yeah. see what they got to work with in Mason Rudolph, and then Devlin Hodges comes in. It's it, they're like I said before, they're basically resetting because it was going to be the first year with Juju and James Conner instead of Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, so it's kind of like they're
1: still resetting. Did they pick up Minka after Big Ben went down? Yes. Yeah. Right. So what I take from that is they gave it first form. Yeah.
0: They not still not view, bad, They
1: still view themselves as competitive, then. You know, they still like, are. They are. Which, defensively. Yeah, yeah. And they're not giving up on the season when Big Ben went down. I don't think they're giving up on the season now that Rudolph went down. I think they view themselves as a similar team to the Saints, like, without Drew Brees. Like, we can still go in there. We can still win games. We can make this playoff run. I don't know. This is a tough. It's a tougher division... For the Steelers now with the rate with Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield now. But I think it's a possibility that they like can clinch a wild card, maybe. This season?
0: I don't it think depends. so. It depends. it depends. I don't think like, so.
1: Juju is a beast. James Con- James Conner and that O-line can do something together. You never know.
0: Uh, you never know, but one in four is a tough spot. Yeah, it is. It's hard. I mean, if the Giants go one and four, I chalk up their season. How are you going to come back from that?
1: It's very tough. Yeah,
0: very tough. I think the Ravens hang on in there. I think the Browns still have a ways to go.
1: I but love I think an the fact that the Steel- That's just me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I only like underdogs when it comes to betting. Yeah, because I I bet the Steelers against the Raven, not the Ravens, the Forty Nineers mm-hmm. on the road in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Didn't win that bet. Um, <sighs> yeah, bet yeah. money in line. But let's talk about Lamar Jackson, nineteen for twenty eight, hundred sixty one yards, one touchdown, three picks. It looks like the Lamar Jackson of old, or at least rookie season, Lamar Jackson, because that's the only time we've seen him in the pros, is coming back a little bit. Again, you have to mind, you the competition he went up against the first two weeks of the season was the Cardinals and the Dolphins. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like those are the teams to show out on, yep. and this is kind of a game where... It's a tougher defense. It's a divisional opponent. Yeah, it's and also Lamar Jackson, whenever he does that mentality, kind of like, I mean, he probably does it, but I, I find it similar to Cam Newton, where if Cam Newton's out there, He's getting yards on the ground, he's getting yards through the air and he's dancing. Oh, he's he's going to win this game. Like he's on. Like he will he's he's hot right now. Oh, he's yeah. going to keep going. That was his MVP season. Every single game he was on. Lamar Jackson, I feel like he has that same mentality where if things go wrong, it's going to keep going wrong and I'm going to my attitude isn't just going to be great about it. I feel like that's what happened this game. Whenever he made mistakes, he he just put his head down and and he just made He didn't it. he didn't have the good mindset for no, it. No, yeah, definitely not. Uh, but, you know, I think he'll be just fine. And, again, he was running again, um, 14 carries, 70 yards. Yeah, He's going to use his legs every single game. Uh, Mark Ingram, 19 carries, 44 yards and a touchdown. They like to run the ball. Um, I like Mark Ingram a lot on the Ravens. I think he's yeah, a very, a good, good fit, fit there. Yeah.
1: Absolutely great fit there. I didn't think it was going to be, like, as good as it is now. Like, I'm like, okay, they got Mark Ingram. He's a good one. No, no, Mark but Ingram saw is- that
0: contract for two years, $15 million, and he's just like, this is good pay, but they're going to give me that ball. I don't have to share with Alvin Kamara anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could be just me or some other person, but they're going to give me the ball just as much as that other person. So if we're splitting the backfield, it's almost like I'm the number one. So that's how I kind of see it. Willie Sneed, four receptions, 51 yards. Mark Andrews, five receptions, 45 yards. He's his favorite target. Um, And uh, Hollywood Brown, three receptions, 22 yards and a touchdown. Uh, And again, this this went into overtime, but... Uh, their defense played kind of well. This is a game I didn't catch as much. I just remember seeing this that hit, and it was kind of tough to look at. Uh, Mason Rudolph had 13 completions on 20 attempts, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Devlin Hodges comes in, seven completions on nine attempts, 68 yards. And out of those nine attempts, I think it's very promising, and you're going to give him a full game. I think he should be okay. Uh, James Conner, 14 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. That's feel like it's the same story every week. It's kind of hard to get him involved. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know how because losing your quarterback and losing your other quarterback, I don't know how you haven't been running the ball as much. I feel like with the new quarterback coming in, wouldn't you be giving the ball off
1: a lot more? You would think Th- this team is like very wide receiver heavy, y- usually with Ben. Like he loves having like right. three, four guys out there. Like the first game, he had Mon- he had Moncrief, Juju, and um, Moncrief's awful. And Washington, like all the time, like all out wide. But now, yeah, it's weird. You would think that they would be handing it off. I don't understand that move. Really. I don't know, because uh, with Maybe the game against the Bengals, right they just now? did a bunch
0: of screen passes to James Conner, and that worked. They weren't really yeah. handing off the ball there either. I don't know. Uh, Juju had seven receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. He looks to get involved a lot more, but his workload is decreasing for obvious reasons. Uh, James Washington, three receptions, 54, 52 yards. Uh, Vance McDonald, three receptions, 34 yards. I expect him to get a lot involved, involved a lot more. With Hodges, I think Hodges looks to him in the red zone, and I can go on and on, but again, th- this went into overtime. I didn't watch it as much as I would have liked. I don't think it was even exciting in overtime. It was kind of just like, eh, yeah, whoever has the ball
1: longest will win this <laughs> game, I guess. <laughs> time of possession will, will tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I think at this point, it's a pretty solid time to take a quick break, um, just because I talk about... Football for two straight hours with Chris. I think I should switch it up and start doing a break every now and then. Uh, so I just want to let everyone know who's listening audio only, and for those of you listening through video, that in the intro for the audio version, my intro is for the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Uh, as some of you are aware, maybe you're not, but that's usually the intro we put out there. So this podcast is a part of that network, Big Heads Media. And usually, uh, with all the podcasts that they have, on the network um, we tend to promote each other's podcast and usually put it put each other's ads out um so other people may if they want to be gravitated towards listening to that podcast they will so i feel like this is a good time to take a quick break and show these messages and also pro- possibly an ad for this podcast as well if i decide to add that in but we'll take a short break here to give you those messages we'll be right back You have to watch it. It's so good. It was all right. Your friends may have decent taste in movies, but their incoherent reviews are getting annoying. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Looking for a new podcast? Join
1: Time Sensitive, where we break down the recent movies you've heard of but may have missed spoilers included
0: and we get it you're busy and can't see everything but are you really gonna track it down a year later we take the time so you don't have to find us on twitter at tsmoviepod and find out what we're watching i'm sam i'm ian and i'm kate and we're three friends and armchair movie critics seriously invite us into your living kate, room kate stop
1: listen now on apple podcasts spotify and stitcher
0: time sensitive because you deserve better oh hey i didn't see you there
1: I'm Swanson, host of the TV Tuners podcast. Every week on TV Tuners, me and my co host Kyo Rain, Swanson, I need water. And Stairmaster.
2: <coughs>
1: review the latest in TV and discuss news, trailers, and even find time
0: to play some fun games. Right now, we're working overtime to cram as much TV knowledge into our brains as possible. Isn't that right, guys? <laughs> Swanson, we've been here for 24 hours. We need to get out of out here. Of Not until you answer who Norm is fraser's brother wrong you get the shock ah! check out tv yeah. Tats. available on apple podcasts google play Stitcher, or any of the podcatchers of your choice all right you're back here on the franchise tag joined by myself eric and mark filling in for chris this week mark how do you feel so far during this podcast
1: i think it's going good i think you it's know, going really well yeah i'm excited for more games this coming week oh me too Mm-hmm hundred uh, percent. Uh, again, glad
0: to have you on board, and let's Thanks. continue with the remainder of the games. Then we'll jump into a, a separate episode. Stick around for that, where we preview week six as well as give our picks. Should be a very short episode, and recap the Giants Patriots happen on Thursday night football. Uh, let's jump into the Broncos Chargers again. This was a four o'clock game. There's only two games on the slate for four o'clock, so it was very awkward watching Red Zone because <laughs> Andrew Siliano was like, I just, I guess I'm just gonna play highlights because there's only two <laughs> games on right now um why does the nfl do that i don't know one game was in london and their game was at like 7 p.m so our game so us watching it would be at one o'clock but it just uh, they could have they could have done any of those games at four o'clock
1: i guess maybe they just maybe they think people aren't paying attention as much during that four o'clock hour so that's when no i get excited for the second slate
0: of games like the one o'clock games will warm me up and then we'll get into it when the games get closer towards the end of the game. And you kind of get that first like excitement about it. And yeah. then the 4 o'clock games come in, you're kind of already used to watching football by that point. And you just want to continue that. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But they only had two games. Um, and this one was exciting just for the fact that I expected the Broncos to lose this game. I did too. But the Chargers the just Chargers. did not play well whatsoever. No. Uh this game ended twenty to thirteen. The Broncos take their first, victor- first victory under Vic Fangio. That was gonna be like a tongue qu- twist tongue twister <laughs> right there. First victory under Vic Fangio. <laughs> Say that five times. I no way I can't. No, no way. can't do that. Yeah, but they they move on to one and four. Um and they could have gone 0 and five. Yeah. But they sneak out of this one. The Chargers fall to two and three which I don't re- haven't really expected because last year they're in they had some good competition going up yeah. against the the Chiefs but again they lose defensive players. Casey Hayward isn't playing too well this mm-hmm. year. Philip Rivers didn't have a good game either. So we'll jump into him for a second here. He had two picks, no touchdowns, 211 yards and threw 50 times. <laughs> Not a good game by Philip Rivers whatsoever. I'm going to ask this question cuz if Chris was here he would ask me the same question. How come when Keanu Neal ta- tears his Achilles and throws his helmet because he is in agonizing yeah. pain. They get that fifteen-yard penalty for throwing a helmet. But whenever Philip Rivers throws a pick or it's a thir- three-and-out that just went nowhere, he takes off his helmet and nothing happens. Like he'll be in the middle of the field, take off his helmet, and walk to the sideline. Oh, uh, you're not supposed to remove your helmet at all. That is the, the
1: weirdest thing ever. I don't, I don't get how these officials like designate. One thing from another. Like
0: I mean, they still don't. Need, they're still not even calling back pass interference. Yeah,
1: it, I think the refs are a mess in this league. In my opinion,
0: yeah, you gotta have full time refs. These yeah. people are all part time.
1: I think they need it. You're flush a billion dollar industry. Why over.
0: not just have someone specifically get paid yeah. to do these games?
1: I think it should all be the booths, like like the guys that are like in New York and everything, like the ones that actually re- like. Rewinding everything Yeah because everything sometimes
0: down. Those guys disagree with the call And the the, oh, the referee. The time, I mean yeah. the referees Get the last say obviously But
1: So you think people in New
0: York Should be getting the last say Yeah Telling the refs
1: Because they're the ones Zooming in on the play Slowing everything but down But it's whatever
0: they see And they have to consult With each other What mm-hmm. the outcome is
1: I think the thing is The refs are just scared That Like Say they do see something That should be overturned That they didn't call They're like Alright this looks bad on me So in the I future I think they're revolting A little bit yeah.
0: Against the new calls.
1: Yeah, I don't think they like the, the Saints petition. You no. Know, getting the P.I. changed. We'll
0: get into that in our preview episode because it happened last night with the Giants and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But in this game in particular...
1: Flacco played okay,
0: you know? I feel like he's always played okay. Yeah. It's just kind of... Courtland Sutton had a game. He's been getting involved a lot. I yeah. think he's looking at him a lot more. I think in the beginning of the season, Emmanuel Sanders was being looked at a lot more, but mm-hmm. now I think Courtland Sutton's getting more involved, and I think people have been waiting for that. Yeah. And now it's here. But Joe Flacco threw 14 completions for t- on 20 attempts, 182 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Yeah, He played well just as like a game manager yeah. type game, but Phillip Lindsey... 100. Finally, like yeah. honestly, like they still split up the backfield again. So I think this is just kind of like similar to the Bucks backfield, where like we got two solid running backs back mm-hmm. here, and I know one of them outshined the other last year, but I think they're both equally as talented. Again, one of them was undrafted, being Lindsey, and the other one was actually drafted in the third round. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like these guys should both get involved in the backfield. Understandable, but fantasy wise, it's kind of like you never know when to start yeah. Lindsey. So it's kind of tough. I was high and I'm coming into this year. But, you know, things happen. Uh, Philip Lindsey, 15 carries, 114 yards and a touchdown, 7.6 yards per carry. That's great. Royce Freeman, yeah. 17 carries, 17, 13 carries, 61 <laughs> yards and 4.7 yards per carry. So, again, it's a split backfield. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton gets involved in a touchdown. I think he had two touchdowns the week prior mm-hmm. on 92 yards on four receptions. Philip Lindsey gets four receptions, 33 yards. Jeff Hyreman gets the one reception in there. Andrew Beck, never heard of him. Um, heard Noah of him Fant him. gets his one reception. I expected Noah Fant to be involved a lot more.
1: He he had like a ugly play. I don't he, know if it was he the he second week. like yeah. 2 weeks ago, I yeah. think. And like that scared me a bit, but he's a rookie. You know, you have to expect things like that. Like I think him and
0: Hawkinson are very talented. Yeah. They're on the same team and they both got drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. How often does that happen?
1: Rarely. Rarely. Rarely, and
0: that's it was very awesome, but I think um until they move forward to Drew Lock, I think Noah Fan's going to continue to not have any involvement in the offense. Mhm. I think Joe Flacco is just too experienced enough now that he can throw to wide receivers, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, Philip Lindsay didn't have a, a Philip lindsey Philip Rivers didn't have a good game like we mentioned before. Melvin Gordon 12 carries 31 yards. Uh Anthony, what is there Coach's name, Anthony Lynn, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I almost said like Adam Lynn. I'm so <laughs> bad with names. Yeah, Anthony Lynn. Uh, he has said that he can't just jump in right away and give Melvin Gordon the ball 30 times. It's just not going to
1: happen. I think introducing him back in the game kind of screwed them this game, in my opinion. Yeah, I
0: think they're a little confused as to what to do. But I've, but the but mind you, the Broncos had that lead the whole game. That's true. They never lost that lead.
1: Just Eckler been getting like 20 plus carries the past few games, and he's been toasting everyone. I don't think it's hard to get
0: him accumulated. I just think it's kind of like he's f- he's fresh off of being of holding out. So I don't I don't know. I think Melvin Gordon is the guy you go to. I feel
1: like he's still talented. And they yeah. kind
0: of showed in this game that we're not going to hand the ball off a lot to Melvin Gordon, but we're going to use Austin Eckler in the passing game. But I also th- and they gave him the ball thirty fifteen times, uh, for mm-hmm. eighty six yards. So that mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot. But I think Melvin Gordon is very balanced in both enough where they could work it out to the point. Yeah. Where, I mean maybe this week they actually. Help him out a little more, but mind you, 2.6 yards per carry is no bueno. Mm-hmm. Like, I did
1: not, I did not see this score coming.
0: coming no, uh, but again, if nothing's happened on this offense, so Keenan Allen four receptions, 18 yards, that's not common after the last couple it's weeks. Not. Mike Williams six receptions, 74 yards. He had a better game, just an off game by the Chargers, and that's going to happen every now and then. Phillip Rivers is going to have his woes because that's what Philip Rivers does. Mm-hmm. Never really consistent. Uh let's jump into the Cardinals Bengals, considering this was the game of the defeated teams. Uh the Cardinals went into this game o three and one. And then the Bengals were oh and four, coming off the loss to the Steelers on Thursday night football. Cardinals take this game twenty six to twenty three, and I took them all the way because the Bengals are just trash. <laughs> I think they, they I think they move on from oh, Adam, Adam Adam Adam. An- it Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I think they move on from Andy Dalton after the season. I think time's up for them. AJ Green. I think it's positive seeing that he actually practiced this week.
1: He did. He did. Yeah,
0: he did. As well as red shirt, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, h- hold on. I just realized. Definitely, real- definitely j- non I just realized. No, no, definitely not. I just realized Hunter Henry's questionable this week. And in our money league, I've been struggling with getting a tight end. Let me try to like pick him up real quick because <laughs> he also practiced this week. <laughs> that reminded me of it. But yeah, apparently, uh, AJ Green has said he doesn't want to be—he doesn't want to sign with another team this offseason. He wants to re-sign with the Bengals, which I think is a good thing. But he said he's prepared for anything, so I wouldn't rule out him being signed by someone else. Yeah, but uh,
1: it depends on what the Bengals organization wants to do. You know, they can the, Their roster offensively is not bad at all. Like, they have a lot of playmakers. No! Oh, no. What Tell happens?
0: Deshaun to meet me outside.
1: <laughs> I will. He picked up Hunter you Henry. him? Wow. Oh, my God. Gosh. That had to happen today.
0: When was it? What's today's date? The 11th? Yeah. He did pick him he, up today.
1: Wow. Oh, my God. Two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, Why uh, couldn't
0: I think of this we, a second ago instead of talking about the, the oh Chargers? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, <laughs> this guy.
1: Don't worry, you're. What do you need a tight end you're, for? You're five and zero, Eric. No, 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 no Eric. I don't five, care. This man is five and zero in in my money league. My twelve man money league.
0: But it's like the the Niners five and zero, four and zero. But they're four, they're four and zero.
1: You know? I'll still take five wins. <laughs> I don't care how I get it. Five wins is five Whatever. wins. Whatever. All right. Yeah.
0: You know, let's, let's get into this game. Again, the, the Bengals are moving on from Andy Dolan. AJ Green's sticking around. John Ross is going to be here for a while. Tyler Boyd just got paid. Mm-hmm. Their wide receiving core is fine. They have mm-hmm. Joe Mixon.
1: He's also a good running back. Even that new guy, back. Tate, has been decent. Auden
0: Tate, he's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also think their defense is okay. I think they got to invest Savage. more in their defense. Savage. I think Nick Vigil's a good player. But it's like... Who else am I going to be naming on that defense that's really making a significant difference in how they're playing? Again, their own five, so it's kind of like I'm not going to jump into that as much. But uh, Ky- Kyler Murray and K- Cliff Kingsbury. I'm so mad
1: he picked them up two minutes
0: ago. Oh dude, I don't. Know, I, I can't tell you how mad. All right, whatever.
1: Uh, I re- I really thought that you were going to get him. Like I'm like no one's going to have him. He was on the like, IR, right? I'm going to have a talk. Right. He has Zach Ertz already. Why have me suffer?
0: <laughs> He dropped Malcolm Brown for him. Thanks. I, I keep going off topic. I'm just so mad because I have Eifert right now. What is he gonna do for me? Nothing. Ebron has done nothing for me. No. Whatever. But what do you, you think?
1: You do not have luck with tight ends, my, my no, friend. Man,
0: never. I haven't in a long time. <laughs> it's because you haven't.
1: wanted to kick them out of our other league. That's why. It's like a do. curse. do two flexes. Great because it's yeah. like draft
0: three tight ends if you want. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm not doing that. You know, it, no, le- no it leaves it up in the air. No, for tight end else. and two flexes. Yeah. Right? Uh, But anyway, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray get their first win of the NFL season as well as their own wins in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Um, Kyler Murray, 20 completions on 32 attempts, 253 yards, didn't have a touchdown, didn't have a pick, but did have 10 carries, 93 yards and a touchdown, 9.3 yards per carry. What do you think of Kyler Murray up to this point in the season, considering their record?
1: Not that impressed. Like, I think he's okay. I'm impressed. I'm not blown out of my mind like like when Lamar Jackson came on the scene last year and took over for Flacco and Flacco went down. I'm like I didn't expect much from him and then he lit it up. I'm not getting the same I'm not getting the same vibe from Kyler Murray. Like one one tie his previous
0: quarterbacks. I think he has more on the table.
1: I don't know many Cardinals fans in person, but I thought Carson Palmer did a good job on his way out. Like he brought them to playoffs what Two times the last three, four years.
0: Yeah, I remember us predicting it was gonna be Pat's Cardinals. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that didn't go. Well.
1: No. <laughs> 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 but this is a the Bengals are a beatable team. They're what they're a defeated. Team. They needed to win this game. That's why I picked the Cardinals. They had to win this game. I think had they're way more win. talented, and they won. So I'm not I'm not blown away by this win by Murray, but I am like it is a good sign that he did win this game. Yeah, like, but I'm still angry. In the right direction.
0: I'm still angry to this day that Cliff Kingsbury was like. Let's just draft an O lineman in the seventh round and then draft like linebackers and do all that stuff. It's like, no, your main priority is this offensive line because it's not good. Yeah. And I think they're going to improve on that this offseason. I like Kyler Murray, what I'm seeing from him so far. It's just right now, it's always one sided. It's like, if he's going to run the ball, he's going to reach the end zone. If he's passing, he'll reach the end zone. Maybe have a pick. So it's kind of like he can't have both. So it's kind of
1: his supporting cast is just okay. It's so okay. It's but not. I think any special.
0: any quarterback, any rookie quarterback or young quarterback would love Larry Fitzgerald on their team. Oh yeah, the man doesn't <laughs> drop anything. No, his hands I are think amazing. he could go for another three years if he really wanted to. Probably. Christian Kirk is a good. I think him and Kyler Murray are pretty good together as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Johnson, he he's bouncing back a little he's bit. A little bit. I think no. in the passing game, I've seen a lot more. But when he was coming up on the scene. He was able to run the ball and dodge everyone.
1: They had a little bit of a better O-line than A little bit. Not by much. But now it's in it's, shambles. It, yeah, so yeah. they're kind
0: of struggling to find his identity. Mm-hmm. But he had 17 carries, 91 yards. Also, like 65 yards receiving on three receptions. So, mm-hmm. I feel like Kyler Murray, if he's scrambling a little bit, I feel like David Johnson is just right there. Waiting, yeah. Like, on the line of scrimmage, waiting <laughs> for him to throw it to him. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, six receptions, 58 yards. Farrell Cooper, I haven't heard that name in a while. He was on the Rams for a little bit. I think that was like a special teamer, but uh, I forgot he got signed by them. But uh, Charles Clay, remember him? Oh yeah. He's, Bills on the, tight yeah, he's no. on the uh, Cardinals now. That's a decent weapon for him. Keyshawn Johnson, I think, is a good weapon for him too. Just haven't seen him mm-hmm. do much. And also, like I mentioned before, uh, Chris Christian Kirk, I think he's injured right now. I think he's questionable for yeah. for this week. Yeah. So is Hunter Henry, but you know. <laughs> You don't see me picking him up. So mad. I'm not gonna get into the Bengals that much. Like I said before, the Bengals are just trash right now. Zach Taylor's still waiting for his first win. I think he's still getting accumulated with the Bengals. I think he, I think he'll be fine because people were asking him questions about AJ Green. He said we're not trading that guy. So I think he, him and AJ Green will have that connection together. Where maybe it's time for AJ Green to actually have a successful career because he is. If they do, he's like a generational yeah. talent, and him mm-hmm. being stuck on the Bengals, it's hard to watch.
1: If they do, it would be at the same time that they would be getting rid of Dalton. Like they'd want to be getting a lot of high round draft picks, and that's what you would get if you're trading AJ Green. Mm-hmm. You would get at least a first or a second, definitely a second. Um, you're getting rid of Andy Dalton. That means you're you. They're probably going to get a high round pick. They'll probably get like from
0: or, I mean,
1: owen five right now.
0: They're going to be like top three. Yeah. So, so they may even get better. Tua,
1: maybe. And even though Andy Dolan's not a great quarterback, he's he would be a, a fine backup anywhere. That's where he's headed. Which So, like, you can get something for him. I doubt they want to keep him on the team as a backup.
0: Watch Dolan get signed by the Eagles next year. Oh, my god. Because, like, McCowns <laughs> just came back for the year because they needed a backup because Nate Seldfeld. But yeah, I, but I, think, I could see that happening. Yeah, watch him get signed by the Eagles yeah. or the Jets or something like that. It just mm-hmm. like a backup role. Uh. But, yeah, I mean, there's Light and Joe Mixon. They're just – their offensive line isn't too and too great yeah. right now. Um, again, their offensive lineman they don't have for the year. He's out for a long time that they drafted in the first round. So, yeah. it's almost like the draft didn't exist. I had
1: such faith in this team, and then they just fall apart. I right did. What was it? Jonah starts. Simpson, I think his name is? Uh, oh, Jones, Williams. Jonah Williams. Jonah
0: Williams. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, 19 carries, 93 yards. Tyler Boyd, I like a lot. Yeah, he's I think nice. they got to get in the ball a lot more, and they finally did. Ten receptions, 123 yards, and a touchdown. I was high in him coming into this season, especially in fantasy. I picked him up. like Whenever he was like available at a comfortable time, I'm like, he's going to be a solid He's a, hes AJ like, Green's out yeah, right now. He he's like got the Chris paid.
1: Godwin of this team. I think so. Yeah, They're very similar. Yeah. yeah.
0: Auden Tate also had a touchdown. Again, he's not doing too bad. But, again, this game was – I mean, it came down to the field goal with Zane Gonzalez um, at the end of it. I mean, it was going to be close. These two teams aren't great. No. But I think the Cardinals were definitely way better than them. What else we got? Oh, let's jump into the Raiders-Bears. Let's talk about something exciting. You know, London game. Huh. They're playing late. We're watching early. Uh, this was in London in the new stadium they just built for the NFL games that are out there. And there are also, also London games this weekend. But it's actually at 9 a.m. Yo, I can't wait to just sleep, wake up, and football is on the TV. <laughs> I know. Let's That's going to be so cool. And by the time yeah. it ends, you got like an hour to spare, and then the game starts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Oakland Raiders won this game against the phenomenal defense, Chicago Bears, yeah. twenty-four to twenty-one. The Raiders are above five hundred, three and two. Mm-hmm. The this Chicago Bears are game. fall to three and two, but they're still you know in the mix. Obviously, um, they still have Chase Daniel at quarterback. He didn't play too well. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Again, he's a backup. He's been a career backup. Twenty-two for 30. thirty, two hundred thirty-one yards, two touchdowns, and two picks for Chase Daniel. David Montgomery reaches the end zone on eleven carries, twenty five yards. I feel like they need to get him more involved. Yeah. Allen Robinson seven receptions, ninety seven yards, two touchdowns. I feel bad for Allen Robinson because he's had, he's played with some bad quarterbacks. In my Blake Bortles, yeah. Mitch Trubisky, now Chase Daniel. Yeah. Imagine what this guy can do. Well, with even, a really good quarterback yeah. like Aaron Rodgers.
1: Oh my God. Tom Brady. Yeah.
0: Or someone even remotely good, like, say, set.
1: I think... Um, I think he'll Chase, have, have Even Chase career. Daniels is showing his potential. You know... There is no potential, Mark. 97 yards and two touchdowns. He's not nice, in the running you know? for the starting job. He's the
0: backup quarterback for a reason. Yeah. That's he's true. been in the league for a while as a backup for a reason because he's reliable to be the backup I if this scenario
1: it. comes up. I've never been in love with Mitch Trubisky. Like, I feel like Bro. he just brings this offense down so much. Mark, I know team. we
0: played that game, like, a week ago. About... The drafts, and who gets picked where. Yeah. Who are the two other quarterbacks that got picked in this draft after Mitch Trubisky?
1: After Mitch Trubisky? Uh, Remind me.
0: 2017, the 10th pick, I think, was Pat Mahomes. Two picks later, guess who gets picked?
1: In the Pat Mahomes draft. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sean Watson. What? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, right over my head. And, Jesus. Get, and it makes, what makes it even worse is that the Bears traded up one spot with the 49ers to get, to get Mr. Biscay. And oh, you know why? Because the 49ers that night were either bluffing or they actually meant it and said that because the 49ers needed a quarterback at the time that too. That was before Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah. Or Kirk Cousins was rumored to go over there. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, we're taking Mr. Trubisky with the second pick. And apparently the Bears were extremely desperate to get a quarterback. And so they moved up one slot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
0: To get Mr. Trubisky When in the draft with Horrible Pat Holmes and Deshaun bait. Watson. Yeah, I think that's going to come back to bite them definitely for a long time. Were you optimistic about Mr. Trubisky coming into the season after an okay season last year? Yes, under Matt Nagy. I, I'm
1: like, you got you got Khalil Mack leading the defense. So even if you're not having a great production on offense, you have someone to back you up. But he has had like no. Cl- like click no connection with with Robinson or with Ga- he had he had like one good play to Gabriel and like that's the only thing I've seen from him this season so far yeah like Tariq Cohen is having like a bit of a like downslide, but David Montgomery it's because they want to use him
0: as a wide receiver not a running back because I yeah. figured they have David Montgomery but they don't even, they're not even using David Montgomery
1: to his potential either yeah, yeah.
0: and I love David Montgomery
1: yeah, he's he looks good. He's like yeah.
0: a third down back, like mm-hmm. Bell cow back, and they're not doing it. <laughs> Just do that. I
1: don't I don't You're know. You're going to have Mr. Miski in the future. Yeah. He's
0: not your future pa- like, you know, I guess he shouldn't be considered one of those quarterbacks up and coming that's like can throw the ball. Like mm-hmm. he should be one of those guys that's game manager Run the ball with David Montgomery. Throw the ball when you need to to Allen Robinson. And then his, his quarterback play will shine a lot more that
1: way. Like, instead of him passing a lot more and not giving the ball. It's just tough. Be honest with me. Week okay. one, uh, Green Bay, Chicago. You remember? You were at my house watching that. Yes. Remember how ugly that game was, first game of the season? It was
0: also those guys weren't playing preseason. Aaron Rodgers didn't do well either. He was getting exactly. sacked. But
1: I think. Mr. he sucked. He He couldn't complete a pass. No, and I, I he kept
0: showing the replay of his feet. Yeah. Because he can't he's like have <laughs> feet in there. Yeah.
1: I honestly think if, if Chase Daniels was starting that game, I bet the Bears could have taken a W that first week. It would have been an ugly W, Oof. but it would have been a W. Like I don't know, about he that. can at she- least pass the ball. He can. Does he give
0: him a better opportunity? I feel like he gives him the same opportunity as Mr. Trubisky. I'll say that. All right,
1: all right. I'll say that. I don't
0: even uh, like Talking about these two players Because it's like What impact are they Going to have none Yeah yeah. By the way With only Four start Four Regular season starts Before Mitch Chabisky Got hurt Chase Daniel Has made like Over 30 million dollars As a backup
1: quarterback Wow
0: Yep With only four Career starts Yo his agent Yeah Give that man a race Mm -hmm. You know what I mean But let's jump into The Raiders for a second The actual winning team here and I think the Bears will be fine moving forward. I feel like their defense will be all right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Mitch Trubisky comes back soon, um, but I do think Chase Daniel will have better days moving forward. But this definitely wasn't uh, – It's a not good, a make-or-break it definitely game wasn't good, right But now, it was kind of yeah. like you're in London. I, we'll give you the benefit here. Yeah. Okay, you're traveling. I get it. But Derek Carr, 25 for 32, 229 yards. Another game with no touchdowns, no picks. I'm looking to see a lot more out of Derek mm-hmm. Carr with the mm-hmm. way he's being paid, and I haven't seen it. Uh, Josh Jacobs, they unleash this game. Twenty six carries, under twenty three yards, two touchdowns. He kind of put the dagger on the yeah. game with like a minute left. That was and a great pickup by Oakland Raiders. Did you see the that? Draft. that when he dove over to the dove over to the offensive line, and the defensive line? He gets hit on the way well, as he's up there, and he gets hit hard to the point where he's able to go back on his two feet. Did you yeah, see that? He, like, that was flew freaky. Up, that was some freaky. And they hit him yeah. like up, he hit him up in like the chest, and then his feet were able to go under him and just stand <laughs> on his two
1: feet. I see some circus stuff right there. Yeah, that's yeah. A
0: baller. Uh, But yeah, Josh Jacobs Phenomenal game by him Foster Moreau Stop giving the ball to Foster Moreau Okay, we have Darren Waller on the team He's also (laughs) my fantasy team Give it to him Okay They're literally the same player It's very weird Four receptions, 46 yards Darren Waller Four receptions, 39 yards Uh, Trevor Davis Who? Uh, Four receptions, 42 yards Uh, Hunter Renfro gets a reception I want to see him get involved a little more I forgot Tyrell Williams Uh, did not play He didn't play this game, yeah, Yeah, he Mm -hmm. was hurt But uh, they definitely missed him and they won without him So that's very surprising I'm not sure what to make of this game Uh, But
1: Oakland took advantage of them missing their starting quarterback
0: And I feel like the Raiders are a very good away team I think they're very used to being on the road I think when they were The last year under Jack Del Rio Five straight games on the road I think they won all five
1: Wow well, they, that's what they are. They're the attack team, you know. Like they're good they're, at traveling,
0: yeah. and they always say defense travels, and they didn't – I mean, they did well, but it's like not that well. No. In, yeah. the, in the running game, not well at all. And I think mm-hmm. it may be London. Sure, I'll, I'll give you that, but I don't know. Uh next game here what we got what we got. Let's go into the other game. The the other four o'clock game, the Cowboys and the Packers. Not much to say here. The Packers freed Aaron Jones. Yes. Thank they did. you. <laughs> I picked him in two different leagues in fantasy for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because I knew this was coming. Sure I knew you did. it was. <laughs> and it did, it wasn't very I wasn't it wasn't really helping that game against the Eagles where they threw four times and like three times to Jimmy Graham. Yeah. At the one yard line, yeah, that like was they, crazy. Like they gave him a little like fake handoff, and he was like in the end zone. Yep. And I'm like, just I, give him the ball. And finally, I couldn't believe that. No. The following game, they do this. I think they know exactly what they're working with. And again, it's also opportunity here. Jamal Williams isn't playing this game. Mm-hmm. You know, Devontae Adams isn't playing this game. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to rely on the run game a little more, and they did. But look what this guy's capable of doing. If you gave him the ball a lot more and maybe split it up, because again Devontae Freeman, Devontae Freeman, Devonte Adams isn't playing this game either coming up.
1: Mm-hmm. And this Dallas defense is nothing to sleep on. Oh they, no, no, they no, got no. great linebackers, yeah, Van Der Esch good. and um, Jeff Heath. Yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah, they Jalen got Byron Smith Jones, too. Jalen Smith uh, as well. Jalen Smith, yeah. But Demarcus yeah, yeah. Lawrence is a monster,
0: absolute monster, and the, yeah, nothing to sleep on. But it, it got to the point where that fourth touchdown. He was like waving goodbye. Yeah. Oh my At, god, that was he went amazing. Into the end zone. Yeah. Finally freed Aaron Jones. This dude is absolutely amazing, and I, I knew this day was coming, and it came, Shh. and I'm so happy it did. Uh, Aaron Rodgers again, not having to do much through the air this game, but 22 for 34, 238 yards, uh, no touchdowns, no picks. He but again, seems he's also he's doing without just enough, you know, to like, help him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I think he's enjoying it.
1: I think so too Like I, th- yeah. I,
0: definitely he wa- I definitely think he wants to be the star But the fact they have a defense now And the defense has been a little shaky it's Ever since yeah. after week 3 mm-hmm. But it's I think it's taken it the weight be. off his shoulders yeah. mm-hmm. 100% And um, Aaron Jones gets involved in the receiving game too On top of that This dude had like 40 fantasy points 7 mm-hmm. receptions, 75 yards Jimmy Graham had 3 receptions, 41 yards Don't like Jimmy Graham uh, Geronimo Allison Two receptions 28 yards I thought Marquez Valdez Scantling would get more involved Because for some reason Aaron Rodgers likes him But he had one reception For 18 yards
1: He had a few drops I And believe. again This was so. just
0: the Aaron Jones show
1: yeah. As far as I could oh, think totally. of. But
0: I was just rooting For him to keep scoring Because it's like You owe me for these Past couple games <laughs> So yeah. thank you for doing more And mm-hmm. then some And of course it happened, Matt against, it
1: happened against me Of course Yeah The one week he goes off You so said hard. it You yeah.
0: said it wasn't Going to beat you
1: True Whenever you yeah. say Mark I need to stop you know, tricking you, myself. You
0: know you haven't beat me in like two years?
1: Are you serious?
0: We've versed each other twice a year every two years. I think last year, I started off bad. Mm-hmm. And then the first, and I think I was like one and four also or something like that, or two and two. I go up against you, I win that game. The next week is like, you're not beating me this time, I beat you. This year, the first time I go up against you, I beat you again. It's oh been like God. two years since you beat me, and you haven't. <sighs> so, we'll see you well, we still play you I still play you again this year. Yeah, so. twice. Twice mm-hmm. a year. Uh yeah, I don't even think I mentioned the score yet. The Green Bay Packers won this game, 34 to 24, against the Dallas Cowboys. The Green Bay Packers move on to four and one. Should be five and zero. Yeah. If you if you ran the ball, but uh, you know, whatever. Can't change the past. Dallas Cowboys fall to three and two,
1: coming off two straight losses. Oh, wait, oh you mean that Eagle game? The, the Eagle game. That should have been a touchdown catch. Like you hit it. Aaron Rodgers, hits him right in the chest. It should have been. a well, touchdown. Well, also Jimmy Graham trying to catch with one hand. Oh, that too. Yeah. Ridiculous. Should have ran the ball. I, I,
0: I won't talk about it. But uh <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Cowboys come off two straight losses yeah. after being three and oh, I think. Yeah, they beat uh it was three ridiculously. They beat easy the Giants, teams. Dolphins, yeah. Redskins, and now you go up against the Green Bay Packers and they lost the previous week by two points to Will Lutz single handedly yeah. with three straight field goals um against the Saints. And um they proved yeah. that, you can see that they're what this team is, all that right now, especially against winning teams. Yeah, so it's a little tough for them right now. I still like the Cowboys despite them losing. Three it's a, it's They go a up good, against the Jets this week, so they're bouncing back. Yeah, they can't lose this week.
1: It's a good roster. It's just not enough right no. now.
0: And uh, Dak didn't play too well this game. He had twenty-seven completions on forty-four attempts, four hundred sixty-three yards, two touchdowns, three picks though. Three picks hurts. Yeah, that's definitely tough. But you have Zeke Elliott. Uh, twelve carries, sixty-two yards, and a pick. A wow, pick, a touchdown. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting all confused with my stats here. Amari Cooper, eleven receptions, two hundred twenty-six yards, and a touchdown. That's a good I game. That's a good for game, him that game for week Cooper. Ah, oh. and it was like all set in stone to happen. I talked to you about it, mm-hmm. and he has this game, and he had that one like fifty-yard catch, that was insane
1: too. He is an amazing fit with Dallas. I hate to say it as a Giant fan, but he. Them trading just that first round so pick well for him was great. For him. Yeah, 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 it was worth that first round pick, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I
0: also like Michael Gallup coming back, and he looks like he didn't miss a step. Seven receptions, hundred thirteen yards, and a touchdown. I feel like a, I feel like uh, Dak Prescott really, really likes. He uh, came out of nowhere, this guy. Yeah, he was like their fourth. No, he was supposed to play like this last year, and people were like, "Oh, Michael Gallup's gonna be so good." He was like their third round pick. They were, using, and he didn't play that well.
1: They had uh, who were they putting over him at the time? I think it was uh. Alan Hearns they had, and yeah, that didn't work out for him. Oh, Terrence Williams, I think. Oh, he sucks. Yeah, he was horrible. Yeah. Where's he at? I <laughs> have no idea. Free agent, <Asian laughs> but, but now they got yeah. Tavon.
0: No, because he was a rookie. Maybe there's just like a healthy scratch. He's on the practice yeah. squad, or something like that. But Tavon Austin also is in, is in here, but he's not doing much. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb isn't doing much. Uh, did you see before the game? Uh, Jordy was there. Yeah. Devonte Adams was chilling, obviously on the sideline, uh hurt, but um Jordy was Aaron wearing Rogers, a Cobb Randall Randall jersey. Cobb, yeah, yeah, he was wearing the Cobb, Kentucky jersey. I think so. In college? It was yes, a college so, jersey. Yeah, yeah. That, that was very really cool. And um you could tell Aaron Rodgers is misses Randall Cobb. Oh yeah. He was like their playmaker. I remember at one point him and Jordy were considered the best wide receiving duo ever but I think oh my god yeah I think when you have a reliable target like Cobb throwing to guys like Geronimo Allison and Marquez Valdez Scantling what are you gonna like you know get out of those guys I mean those guys are very competent wide receivers but Randall Cobb would be that big play guy when you need him and I don't think he would have been as successful as he I'm making it out to be because he really was on his way out already with all the injuries happening to him but whatever yeah the Packers escaped this game four and one they move on uh i'll leave it up to you we still got games to go let's just go down the line then Oh, down the line let's go jets equals what do i gotta say about this game absolutely nothing jets still (laughs) jets still don't have their their uh their quarterback they got him back this week coming off of mono yep mono i still can't believe i have to say that every time about the jets that they don't have their quarterback because of mono adam gase uh, gets his quarterback back. They also get Quentin Williams back. They also get CJ Mosley back. So they got everyone playing, but I still don't think they have enough to win this no. game. Last time uh, Sam Donald saw the field, he lost to the Bills by one point. So it's kind of like, and that was everyone healthy.
1: And the Jets were in control of that game and until the end. So it's kind of like, how optimistic
0: it, yeah. are you against the Cowboys team that lost two games in a row? There's no way they could lose this game. I'm willing to put money on the Cowboys this game, 100%. But, Makes uh,. Sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as as I said before, Eagles win this game, 31 to six, against the Jets, against Luke Falk, who can't, who isn't even NFL ready. I think they I don't think he was. Even, uh, Adam Gase was even looking to get another quarterback in the facility just because they knew they were getting Donald, uh, back. Donald back, like ASAP. So there was mm-hmm. no point in making a trade and trying to you know get get someone in there to make some wins. I think they're just wait they were waiting for Donald to come back. But anyway, Luke Falk had two picks, <sighs> 15 completions, 26 yards, 120 yards, but you know. Uh, Carson Wentz didn't have to do much this game. Seventeen carries, twenty nine yards, hundred eighty nine yards. I said seventeen for twenty nine. I said yards, like seventeen for twenty (laughs) nine yards. That makes no sense. And a touchdown. I think they're starting to get Jordan Howard involved a lot more instead of Miles Sanders. I yeah. think that should have been the case anyway. And uh, I Because they're not splitting this backfield, and usually they do. I mean, it's kind of split. Nine carries, 15 yards for Sanders, and then 13 for 64, 62 for Howard. It's not a huge but Jordan gap. Howard is much more talented than Miles Sanders, yeah. Miles Sanders is. Miles Sanders is a rookie. Jordan Howard got traded there. I thought he was going to be their bell cow back, but instead is running back by committee over there each and every year but i just think now they're actually starting to use him a lot more in the running game as well as the Ew. passing game
1: a little mm-hmm. bit i'm like that's the way it should have been yeah, they try to maneuver like the patriots having like Burkhead and white and uh but that's how they won a super bowl that's true they did that but the eagles have not been able they've been eagles have been doing that for a few years and they have not been able to put that together with like Spro. that's just and, not their mo yeah. is
0: putting is it's having a number one guy yeah i still don't think howard's considered the number one guy but i think he's on his way he should be. He should yeah. be because he would get the ball like twenty to thirty-four times with the Bears, with John Fox. They mm-hmm. switched. They switched to Matt Nagy. He didn't know how to use him either. They get rid of him, and I thought going over to the Eagles that they, you know, before Sander got drafted, he finally found a home to, you know, get get the ball twenty times and actually go again, like run behind another solid offensive line, maybe even better than the Bears. I'd say they're pretty even, but. Even now they 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 pull that with drafting Miles Sanders. I'm just like, oh boy, because fantasy comes around. You're just like, I'm not taking Jordan Howard. But yeah. You know he's a good free agent pickup, I guess. Uh, but Zach Ertz five receptions, 57 yards and a touchdown. Need I say more? This is this was just chalked by the yeah. Eagles. So what else am I going to say? There, was moving like on. W for the Eagles. Yeah. So Panthers Jaguars was very more. It was a more of an exciting a game. game. It came down to the wire. Yeah. Uh, Gardner Minshew had a couple chances to get them into the end zone at the end of the game. It just didn't happen. He's impressing me so far. He's impressing me too. Let me ask you this question: When Nick Foles comes back in a couple weeks, is it right back to Nick Foles, or they're like, Nick, let's just wait a little bit because Minshew's
1: been? I think they're gonna wait a little bit. You think they're gonna? You're, yeah. They're gonna
0: have Nick Foles on the earpiece, getting four years, eighty-five million, eighty-something million dollars,
1: and put Minshew in. Jacksonville has been. In the dumps for so long, and the fans love Minshew. They love this. You guy. know who else
0: loves Gardner Minshew? Who? Leonard Fournette. <laughs> oh yeah, loves definitely. him. <laughs> he said their magic is from his mustache. Yep, I remember
1: hearing that. Yeah, and the headband, just, right?
0: He's just a character, and I don't know. I love, I love this guy. But uh, at the end of the day, I think Nick Foles. I think he goes right back into this game, into into their lineup. I, I don't think they hesitate at all. We'll see. Mind you, if they haven't lost a game, since Nick Foles got hurt, I think we're having a different conversation. But the fact that they're 2-3 and three right now, I think once they go back to Foles, it's back to Foles. And there's no question about it. But the Jacks fall to the Carolina Panthers 34-27, to or should I say the Carolina Christian McCaffrey? Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you see... Um, he's a one-man army That yeah, is yeah, literally dude, what he is He is the Panthers offense Did you see Ron Rivera said
0: that every week is kind of Automatically Christian McCaffrey is off on Wednesdays Because of how much he's yeah. been doing for this team Rightfully so And it, it was also an ongoing joke Because he said Yeah, he didn't practice on Wednesday He just has a sore back But every single week um, He's pretty much going to be out on Wednesdays And people were just like Yeah, I w- my back would hurt too If I was carrying this entire team <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we'll that's get into, Christian, what it is we'll get into Christian McCaffrey in a second. But like I mentioned before, uh, not a bad game at Gardner Minshew either. He just couldn't get the job done. And mind you, the second game he played um, against the Texans, he almost got it done too. He ran the ball close mm-hmm. to like the one yard line. They go for it, and then just didn't didn't happen. Instead of tying the game with a with a field goal, so they went for it. They give him the opportunity. It just didn't happen. But, but Gardner t- Minshew, twenty six for forty four, three hundred seventy four yards, two touchdowns. That's impressive. Leonard Fournette, that's this is impressive. Two straight games with a hundred yards rushing. 23 carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Instead of 15 carries, 42 yards, zero touchdowns mm-hmm. or one touchdown. It's usually how his games go. But Leonard Fournette is starting to pick up the pace a little bit, which is good. DJ Chark is starting to become their number one yeah, guy. He,
1: with, with Minshew, all these receivers, the the DJ Chark, the DD Westbrook. um O'Shaughnessy's he's out.
0: Guy. He's out. He was there. He was there, and he was the next guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's out. Um Chris Connelly. Marquis Lee isn't
1: involved yet, but. But he's he's spreading it. Nice. And Leonard Fournette is getting his 100 yard game.
0: Right. No, they definitely are spreading the ball out a lot better.
1: Minshew is helping with this momentum. He is. is. He is.
0: I I definitely see a different team than I saw a little while ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's still up in the air as to if he is going to be a Jaguar anymore. I don't know. They got to pay him. I think
1: he's still out the door. I think they will end up paying. I think he's going to stay. Like, you can't – one of the best corners in the league. It's the, one of the hardest positions to draft successfully. It's hard to let that go.
0: I guess. I don't know. I think there's more teams that need him, like the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. bro, they're always in the
0: discussion. And, of course, they need a cornerback position. And that would just be – please don't go to the Eagles. yeah, um, thank but, you. but, yeah, D- <laughs> but, but DJ Chark, eight receptions, 164 yards, two touchdowns. I think he
1: leaves the league right
0: now in either yardage or touchdown. That's Chris's fantasy
1: team right there, DJ Chark. Bro, I like how I like
0: the way Chris does his fantasy teams because he puts his trust in like mediocre players I, and, and hopes work, for them to out. blow up. Most and it time. ended up work no it yeah. doesn't hasn't worked out in the past couple oh, of years. That's true. Because <laughs> he drafted Because you mentioned on the podcast it's an ongoing joke. He keeps drafting Derrick Henry very high in the draft. Yeah. Hoping the year comes where he blows <laughs> up. This is his year that he's finally blowing up. Yep. And um, he's happy about that. DJ mm-hmm. Chark is kind of his sleeper that he picked, that he got. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, at, at the end of the day, gardner Mitchell just couldn't get it done at the end of the game, which what, what else are you going to do about that? I mean, it's, it's kind of tough for him in that scenario. He did get a couple more chances with all the flags, but nothing mm-hmm.
1: happened. Panthers' defense is nothing to slouch on either.
0: Yeah, Kyle, Al- Kyle Allen played this game, I think –
1: Cam Newton comes back? I don't know. Or is he still sore?
0: <laughs> I don't know, because he yeah. ruled himself out the last for the next two games as of last week, so maybe he's still out this week. I'm going to have to double-check on that. So I'm going to look right now. But Kyle Allen, 17 completions on 30 attempts, 181 yards, and a touchdown. But not to worry, because they have Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had 19 carries, 176 yards, two touchdowns. He broke off for a long touchdown where nobody was touching him. Um he also had another touchdown through the air, six receptions, sixty one yards, and a touchdown. One of those touchdowns. He like flipped into the end zone. Yeah. And he got like flipped through the air and landed it on his back He's a and he monster. was a monster. Absolute animal. Uh love Christian McCaffrey. He's like the number one running back in the league right now. Do you think that he holds this type of performance? I think he does.
1: He can keep this up.
0: But people still don't consider him to be
1: I don't know about the four touchdown part. Like or how many touchdowns was it? two for this game
0: he had two on the ground and one through the air
1: oh three okay I don't know about getting three touchdowns every week but yardage wise he can easily eclipse 100 yards a game
0: He oh he's out for Sunday's game so Kyle Allen plays this next week yeah so expect another Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. Show. monster okay. game yeah
1: um, but he can do everything he I think he's in the, the discussion ball, With the like yeah. Todd Gurley David Johnson oh, Le- Le'Veon Bell like, I
0: think he's even beyond all of them I think he's yeah. number one right now I think he's going to continue To have these type of performances To be number one mm-hmm. Except when Saquon comes back You know Then
1: it'll be number two I man. mean it's not helping right now That <laughs> Saquon's
0: hurt We really didn't yeah. need that right now I mean Christian McCaffrey Could get hurt whenever he wants Because again he, The way, the volume he's getting Yeah It's dangerous at it's the same time Because as a running back getting hit over and over yeah. and over And Saquon Barkley's a tough dude Yeah And he got hurt mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I don't know. Hopefully it, nothing happened. Him being happens. healthy is helping him a lot. Anyway, moving forward here, we got a couple more games on the docket. I'm so glad Chris is not here. He would be very upset. Yeah. The fact that the Falcons went down 53 to 32, that's not pretty. Did anyone even take the over on this game?
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the over under was, but uh the Falcons are one and four. Dan Quinn is on the very, very hot, Totsky. <laughs> yeah. But uh, supposedly that the front office for the Falcons are not going to fire him. I assume they'll probably make a move at the end of the season, not in the middle of the season. I think that's just not ethical right now to be doing that. They're not like the Redskins where you fall to 0-5 or 0-4 and, 4 and you got to make a move. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're in that same scenario.
1: Their defensive coordinate coordinator needs to... Get out of there ASAP. Yeah, like they need they need someone. They need. Well, to what are you
0: gonna do? You lose Keanu Neal. You have all these injuries the past couple of years. What can you possibly do? <sighs> they
1: still have Deion Jones back there. Yeah, you know? like they still got Grady Jerry. They they're got, good. They're good pieces. on paper. Yeah, but they're but
0: not putting it together. No, it's
1: not at all. It doesn't help that their O line is not good either. Like they still put up their They invested points. a lot points, their into their points. offensive line. They, dropped yeah, they the two got, guards. Two yeah, we and had, they had Jamon Brown. Yeah, and they picked up the Jets guy. So, oh, I can't think of his name It's out top of my head. I can't think either. But they did invest a lot in the line, but it's, nothing's paying off.
0: No, it's just bad
1: circumstances for yeah. them. But
0: at the same time, Dan and, Quinn just hasn't had that success after letting go. After, he didn't let go, but um, after letting Kyle Shanahan walk, which what else are you going to do? The job opportunity was there. He took it. Yeah. But they haven't had that much success in a long time. Um, and, oh,
1: and what didn't help Um, their second corner was uh, – Oh my god. It's not Robert Alford anymore. It's no. I can't think of this guy. Isaiah something, maybe? I can't think either. I'm not but I, he was I, getting, I couldn't
0: I if you had a gun to point into my head and say, <laughs> Name <laughs> the depth the defensive depth chart for the Falcons, I would lose. I'll,
1: he was I'll, getting I'll be dead. toasted by um who was it Will Fuller, I believe. I had like yes. a ridiculous game.
0: You want to guess his stat line real quick?
1: Um I'll say like Eight receptions for... <laughs> you wish it was eight receptions. Ten receptions for 130 yards.
0: Bro, this guy had 14 receptions, oh 217 God. yards, and three touchdowns. Holy crap. It's forged. That's, yeah. And this was coming whether anyone liked it, wanted to or not. Because Deshaun Watson, every single time he threw to Will Fuller this season, it was this close. This close to being a big game by Will Fuller. It just didn't connect yet this is mm-hmm. the game they finally connected yeah. against a bad defense that's you know injury prone and they're also i think they're just bad overall uh carlos Hyde 21 carry 60 yards and a touchdown but again how do you allow someone to get 14 receptions yeah
1: and three touchdowns they got um desmond, you can't cover him. they got desmond true font on deandre hopkins holding him to 88, 88 yards is respectable yeah it but is, that other guy is, is getting 217 exactly, yards yeah yeah I don't, so, know, I don't know how you don't give that guy, like, double coverage. Yeah, I held DeAndre
0: Hopkins 88 yards. But then, Congrats. Yeah. The other guy had two wide That's receiver v- numbers combined. Burnt toast right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Absolutely awful. Sean Watson had a career uh, game here. 28 for 33. 426 yards. Oh, my God. Five touchdowns. Absolutely insane. He has a big game coming up this week. Uh, Chiefs um, in Arrowhead. Um, so that should be tough. But should be a pretty good matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to talk more a little about the Falcons a little bit. I just don't like Dirk Cutter in the way he's calling these plays. Uh, Matt Ryan, thirty-two for forty-six, two hundred thirty yards, three touchdowns and a pick. We've seen games where he's had one touchdown and three picks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how to feel about Dirk Cutter honestly. I, I I don't think I don't really don't like him after him being on the bucket, being the head coach of the Bucks, right? Yeah. And Devontae Freeman has just been a disappointment. Uh, Eleven carries 30 yards they're just not able to run the ball and whenever they want to run the ball and they get close to scoring they put Edo smith in there for whatever odd reason i just don't like it they gotta leave freeman at the lone backfield like he's a girl he's he's, he's got he got paid free. after yeah. that super bowl year yeah he should be getting a lot more work than this And like you mentioned there's the woes at offensive line but i think he's good enough to avoid that and he did have a, s- a slow start to begin the season and he's picking up a little bit, little by little, but he's also getting involved in the passing game more, too. He had the one touchdown, which almost got called back.
1: But see, that's uh, something that can't. Julio Jones with three receptions for 42 yards, that, that cannot Yeah, the happen. receptions
0: that Devonte Freeman's getting should be going to Julio.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I, I don't
0: know. It's just a little iffy right now. Calvin Ridley was quiet for the past two games, and now he comes back with five receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown. That's, There's that's just impressive. no consistency here. Austin yeah. Hooper's getting involved a lot more, which I yeah. like.
1: Um, He loves throwing to his tight ends.
0: Oh, definitely. Uh, but yeah, six receptions, 56 yards, Austin Hooper, I like him a lot. Mohamed Sanu, five receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown. And like I mentioned, Devontae Freeman's touchdown, but that was not enough to win this game. The Texans just absolutely torched them, and I think the Cardinals have a really solid
1: chance at beating the, the Falcons next week. I think that neither defense is impressive right now. So, I think it's going to come down to the battle of the offenses, and I got my faith in Julio Jones and Devontae Freeman and Matt Ryan this week. Like, they they have to get this one. All right,
0: um, let's move forward here. We got like three more games left, and we'll wrap it up because we're running mm-hmm. low on time here. Uh, we got the Bills and the Tennessee Titans. The Bills win this game, 14 to seven. Josh Allen was active this game after the concussion uh, from the week prior. Bills against the Patriots. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like the Bills defense a lot. They're definitely considered a top five defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills are four and one right now. This should very go surprising. downhill very fast. <laughs> <Because> usually, that <laughs> happens for the Bills. Uh, but the Tennessee Titans fall to two and three, and uh, they, they're very concerning. Uh, their team overall with Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota did absolutely nothing this game. He might as well should have stayed home because w- the same outcome <laughs> would have happened. He had thirteen completions on twenty-two attempts, hundred eighty-three yards, no touchdowns, no picks, and of course, Derrick Henry is showing out this year as he should unfortunately, under the circumstances that they're not winning this time, as opposed to them being in the playoffs and not using them until they get to the playoffs. He had 20 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Johnu Smith gets that one reception for 57 yards. That was a pretty solid play. Uh, Adam Humphreys, four receptions, 30 yards. Corey Davis, two receptions, 28 yards. AJ Brown, after coming off a big week last week, comes back to earth with two receptions for 27 yards. Uh, Here's my question for you. Sure. On this. this game's really boring, by the way, so
1: does pick it up. Does it look like Marcus Mariota is failing the Titans, or does it look like he doesn't have enough talent passing-wise? He
0: has enough talent passing-wise. I think I give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think it's slowly coming to an end because the past couple of years, he's had a new offensive coordinator each and every year. Yeah. This is the second year under Mike Vrabel. I think Mike Vrabel, he's kind of in the same position as Bruce Arians where – he hasn't been around too long and I think they're automatically going to be giving him that contract at the end of the year. He's also in a contract year. Huh. Him and Jameis were in the same draft one yeah. or two. Mm-hmm. So I think that and that wasn't a quarterback draft um, but I think they both get their contracts. I don't think any of these guys like are going to be let go um, at all. I just think the circumstances at um you know, at head coach, I think they, they're just not going to take the chance at letting them go. Anyway, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, 23 for 32, 219 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Again, he has some issues turning over the ball, but it happens. Growing pains, but he needs to take care of the ball a lot more. Uh, Frank Gore, 14 carries, 60 yards. Uh, then uh, Dekeel Williams had a touchdown. Lee Smith had a touchdown. If you were to put money on that John Brown, Cole Beasley, and TJ Yeldon didn't get a touchdown or Frank Gore in the passing game – I would lose a lot of money, um, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about this game that much. It was just like two okay teams, yeah. battling it out to the end for for what it was kind of just a matchup that you weren't really yeah. looking at as much. Anyway, we got two more games to cover, actually three. But do I have much to say on the Patriots slash Redskins? Not really. Got, I'll save some time here. Yeah. Redskins are just bad. Cole McCoy. They against, get rid of their head the coach. Yeah. Cole McCoy was in the game. I think that was just Jay Gruden's last. Kind of like see you later. Yeah, you know. Uh, but the Patriots won this game, thirty-three to seven. Um, Tom Brady's showing out. Um, Sony Michelle, um, is starting to get involved in the running game a lot yeah. more. He is involved in the running game, but not getting as they've been much very bipolar in the in the backfield. Yeah, Edelman's getting the ball. Is that a surprise? No. Josh Gordon, I think he will be out for a little bit. As of last night, we'll jump into that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Bolden gets a touchdown. They like using Brandon Bolden. Uh, Ryan Izzo gets a touchdown. Their tight end at the moment. Again, Redskins. They're at their interim head coach. They're going to. They should be getting a top five pick this. this oh year. yeah, hundred percent. Um, so let's see what we got here. Oh, we got uh, Colts and Chiefs.
1: That was a great game. You like that game? Yeah.
0: I thought it was an okay game.
1: It. I because just that, not, after not, you know. after
0: Pat Mahomes had that injury from his uh, his own um, offensive lineman stepping on his ankle. I think that was when that things kind of took a turn. Yeah. yeah. But luckily he's a tough dude, hanging in there, mm-hmm. very young, very active. And um, yeah, the uh the Colts ended up winning this game, which is very surprising to a lot of people. In a hostile Chiefs
1: environment. Oh yeah. So.
0: Nineteen to thirteen and the Chiefs are home again this week. Um the Colts are now three and two, and the Chiefs are four and one. Are you concerned about the Chiefs? Absolutely not. No. Jacoby Brissett has an open like, yeah, not the greatest game in the world. 18 over 29, 151 yards and a touch, and uh, an interception, no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Marlon Mack gets the ball almost 30 times under 32 yeah. yards. Mm-hmm. I think they could do that every game if they wanted to. I yeah. don't know what they're waiting for, because I like Marlon Mack a lot. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line is absolutely insane. Yeah. Like I think I saw a block by Verset has so much Quentin time to Nelson. throw the ball. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. insane. I saw a block yeah. by like, Quentin Nelson. He completely like, pancaked the dude with like not even without even trying. Dude's an absolute animal. Um, and in the passing game again, not much is happening because he had only 151 yards. Pat Mahomes, however, only had the one touchdown to Byron Pringle. You remember, <laughs> yeah. you remember that play? He was yeah. like scrambling out of the pocket. I'm like, who and is And like steps guy? up and tosses it to him. He likes Byron Pringle. They like him. I like, like him over there in, in Kansas. I'm
1: like, you got who is it? Har- is it Hardman and Watkins Nicole Hardman, Watkins, and, Watkins and, and Robinson? Demarcus Robinson? I'm like, who is Pringle? <laughs> they and use him a lot. Yeah, I've, he's just not in the red, not in
0: the end zone a lot. Yeah, it was just one of those plays where he had to find someone wide open, that. Mm. and so it just so happened to be Byron Prinkle. Pat Mahomes twenty two for thirty nine, three hundred twenty one yards and a touchdown. Damian Williams nine carries, twenty three yards. Is it concerning to you that Damian Williams, as soon as he comes back from his knee injury, he gets back the number one role over Lashawn McCoy and Dara Williams and all the other guys in their backfield? Do you think that's the right move to do is putting Damian Williams right back in this in the in that position to be their number one running back, or should they have like eased him in a little bit? Because nothing was happening on the ground for them regardless, but he got most of their carries.
1: I suppose that you could ease them in. Like you got LaShawn McCoy who's a solid running back. He's not amazing like he used to be. And they're not really a running team, you know, like yeah. Mahomes is like a deep like he throws deep balls, he throws he throws any any which way. Yeah. He get he get no look pass. He's amazing. They they don't they they could have no running game and still be an amazing yeah, team. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, so we got Byron
0: Pringle, six receptions, hundred and three yards, and a touchdown. You just figured out who that was two seconds ago. McCall yeah. Hardman, four receptions, seventy nine yeah. yards. Demarcus Robinson, three receptions, thirty one yards. LaShawn McCoy, two receptions, twenty three yards. Do I go on? Um Travis Kelsey <laughs> had the four receptions. It's not showing me the yardage. Don't have it. But um he did okay. He's always a reliable target for them. They just fall
1: short to the Colts. He had a few drops at the beginning, and, actually.
0: You know who did really well this game, and I should have seen this coming because I'm a big fan of revenge games. Justin Houston. Justin Houston. He was a
1: monster. He was not having Yo. a good
0: season prior to this game. I think no. he just got fired up, and yeah. he was just like, "I'm going up against my old team. They let me go. I'm mm-hmm. a division. I'm, against, I'm on a division rival team now." He won them that game. He yeah. wanted. He wanted that game very badly, mm-hmm. and he did extremely, extremely well. Yeah. So hats off to Justin Houston, mm-hmm. absolute stud, and uh, he'll be there for another year on mm-hmm. his contract.
1: They probably resign him after that too. I right? don't
0: know. I don't know not sure
1: we'll see we'll have to see if the money's right
0: last game mark Mm -hmm. and this is a game that was disgusting (laughs) there are some games you and chris asked me to come out and watch i'm so glad i'm busy because i'll be watching it as i'm studying or doing homework Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. it's not fun to watch Uh
1: -uh. nope
0: (laughs) the monday night games have been atrocious this year yeah um Including this one. So you have the 49ers who are 3-0, and and people have been seeing them as more pretenders because they are 3-0. and People think they have yet to go up against some good competition. They, have, yeah, they haven't played very hard. They thought it so. would have been the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are now 2-3 and after losing this game, 31-3 to against the 49ers. And the 49ers keep their win streak going. I think they win this upcoming week. They have a big challenge against a division rival against the, the Rams. Rams yeah. But I think they have what it takes to win. I just like the depth that they have, and Kyle Shanahan has been doing pretty well this season as well. And I like Kyle Shanahan. Because he was this close to winning a Super Bowl yep. as an offensive coordinator. Um, but Baker Mayfield, this was a bad game. Bad game by Baker Mayfield. He was just sacked over and over. The defense had his number. Eight completions.
1: Yeah. it's On the, 22
0: attempts, only had 100 yards, two picks. He's the, turned the ball over more than any player in the NFL right now over the past two years.
1: The formula for this game was the Niners have great linebackers, great pass rush. Browns have no O-line, but have great receivers. No time to get the ball off. Mayfield gets destroyed. Good thing the Giants took their
0: best lineman because they're making some good use yep. of it. <laughs> Thanks for Kevin Zeitler, guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Yeah, Nick Chubb, 16 carries, yeah. 87 yards. I mean, I picked the Browns this game because I thought they were better, but now it's kind of like I'm iffy on them. And, I mean... They had these, This is their first year all playing together. I guess they have to accumulate to the new head coach and mm-hmm. all this and that. The one but then people's they, expectations yeah. were through the roof. Yeah, So were yours. You thought they were winning this division. Oh, yeah. You I, still think they are?
1: Unless something clicks on that O-line, no. Like, on paper, their defense and their offense look so good, but it's not clicking. Mark, let me ask not you this clicking. question.
0: Watching Odell Beckham Jr. on the Browns, does it kind of make you – satisfied that the giants got rid of him or are you still upset that he's not a giant anymore this, this dude I'm, has not done anything with the, the browns
1: this year. I'm still upset like I think he could be doing insane things with Daniel Jones right now in my opinion
0: yeah but then you wouldn't have you wouldn't have Zeitler or Jabril I forgot which trade We'd it was have what, we, we
1: would have Zeitler, but we would not have Jabril Mhm
0: yeah, Jabril was in the old else raid
1: Mhm It I would hurt know. us defensively but it, Daniel Jones is proving he can throw the ball to Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, Cody Latimer. I would love to see what they can you know? do together, but yeah. at the
0: same time, I think we got the best out of the Vernon trade. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the Odell trade. but Yeah, I Dexter, Dexter,
1: Dexter Lawrence is starting to come to life, too. So oh, yeah, that no, helps. no,
0: he's not coming to life. He's just he's gaining life right now because yeah. he just got drafted, and uh, he's starting to get some sacks.
1: Yeah, I think he's got two sacks on the season yeah, now.
0: Yeah. Um, Odell two receptions twenty seven yards he tries to be here at the end of the game making a punt return into a scoring play he runs around loses yardage and just throws the ball <laughs> on the ground fumbles honestly not, seeing not that pretty. I'm like not pretty on the Giants that would we would have been in the media oh yeah oh so definitely. Bad. definitely and they're not even talking about this that was awful <laughs> yeah and if he was still in New York that that oh, would be all over the place oh yeah Odell nah. would be in the media he would be saying he would be complaining and upset about it and mm-hmm. you know that's what I don't miss. Yeah, I kind of like just losing in silence. We <laughs> 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 got a new kid in there. You got you got to let him lose without.
1: It's the so weird. Have it. you heard Daniel Jones talking after a loss? He's Eli, bro. It's literally Eli. Same cadence, yeah. Same everything. Yep. Well, you know, we could have worked on things better. Okay. You know,
0: we got go to go into next week.
1: We'll uh, Jarvis Landry, four receptions, yeah. 75 yards.
0: Do I need to say more about the Browns? No. So let's jump over to the 49ers side of the ball, huh? Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 for 29, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Solid performance by him. I still want to see a lot more, considering he's like the top three highest paid quarterback in the league because yeah. they just gave it to it's him after, have, yeah. after playing like three games. What was it five <laughs> games? Like he did solid the last five games of the season, I think. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, Matt burita like literally, first carry he gets goes for like 85 yards. Um, 11 carries, 114 yards, and it's a touchdown. Aw- yeah. He also gets a touchdown through the air as well. Three receptions, 15 yards, and a touchdown. I love Matt Barita. I still feel like as though it was a mistake to sign Jerick McKinnon to all that money. Yeah, they didn't. I need think him. bringing in Tevin Coleman is more of a help for. Um, it's perfect for them. It, it's yeah. it's perfect for them because Kyle Shanahan already worked with him in yeah. Atlanta. But so I think that's a help, but they got depth. Like they have playing, Raheem Mostert, yeah. they have Jeff, Jeff Wilson, they have Matt Burita. I think Matt is the best out of all of them. Matt is questionable every week, and he's always playing. Dude's just an absolute iron mm-hmm. man, and I, I just like him in the backfield. And Tevin Coleman gets a little involved, too. In I like Tevin game, Coleman a lot, too. His first too. game back yeah. after week one, um, or I forgot when he got hurt. But he had 16 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. So I feel like if they split the backfield with those two guys, they'll be fine. Yeah. What are you going to do if Jared McKinnon comes back? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Okay. Their re- their receiving core is doing nothing special right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they put him like, like in a slot, you know, just for some short passes because he was catching a lot with the um with the Vikings, right? Who was? Uh, McKinnon.
0: He ran a lot and he also pass-catched a lot, mm-hmm. so I can see why they signed him. He was like him. the dual back basically, kinda, and he yeah. split with Latavius Murray again. That was mm-hmm. before Devin Cook came along. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, how
1: the Bears are doing that with Cohen now. You know, like keeping it out there for like basically just receptions. Yeah, uh,
0: George Kittle finally sees the end zone. Yeah, um, I feel like his prior touchdowns always got called back, so I feel like it was. Yeah, that did happen once or twice. So it was just a matter of time before it happened. It did. He had six receptions, seventy yards. Marquise Brown, three receptions, 41 yards. I'm still ex- waiting for bigger games by him because I think he could be utilized very well. And again, like I mentioned, Matt Breida's touchdown. Again, he this does, game was just utter dominance by Joey yeah. Bosa in that defense. Finally, we see uh, Joy, uh, Joey Bosa. Nick, Nick Bo- Bosa. Uh, yeah. I like Joey Bosa, though. <laughs> <laughs> Me Nick, too. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, Nick Bosa finally shows out this game. He does the flag stab into the ground after revenge from Baker Mayfield doing that uh, against Ohio State. And uh, Baker Mayfield was like, Yeah, he premeditated that after two years, so he was kind of just like, what a loser, (laughs) you know? Um, (laughs) But yeah, if you're dominating like that, why not, you know, stick the flag into the ground. But yeah, Nick Bosa absolutely showed out this game.
1: I don't know if you saw this. Great, great,
0: you know, overall performance by the Niners
1: defense. Oh, yeah. Did you see Richard Sherman was a little angry that, uh, or like salty that Baker Mayfield did not shake hands with him? At the beginning of the game? uh, I'm so
0: glad we're ending on this because I am so confused. Because (laughs) they're playing the video back and he clearly shakes his hand. So people are like, why is Richard Sherman, a veteran in this league who has already a ring, why is he complaining about a young quarterback in Baker Mayfield not shaking hands with them just to put a story out there that he didn't shake his hand? And then after that, they were just like, "Uh, no, there's there's video of you shaking his hand. So where did that come from? What is he talking about? And then he was like, oh, my bad. What? Oh my God. So people are like, I was at the gym and doing? I saw him.
1: I literally saw him talking about it on TV. They shook hands. I'm like, there's a video out there. What the hell? No one's
0: angry about this than Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's just like, what are you doing? That's weird. You guys shook hands. It just know. didn't make sense. It's a little sense. drama queen. I right think. There. Why is everyone turning against Baker Mayfield right now?
1: Because of the hype. Like, everyone's like, oh my God, they won seven games last year, six games. Yeah. And like to to the Browns fans, that's amazing because they haven't had more than a win in like four five years.
0: And then they add all these free agents and, then they, get and Odell. they trade for get Odell. Odell. Yeah, you, you do Travis well in the Landry. draft.
1: Yeah, uh, and I get it. They're hyped, and then but why are we turning on him already? Dude was up for Offensive Player of the Year last year of yeah. Saquon. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. It's just the O line is horrendous, and. Yeah. They need to structure plays to where he can get quick passes off. Otherwise, they're screwed. Because he, yeah. he has a gun of an yeah. arm.
0: Mm-hmm. He'll get more involved later. I just don't like everyone turning on him. And then there's these false narratives coming out that Richard Sherman's putting out there that yeah. people don't, apparently don't like his attitude. Um, but it's kind of like, like, apparently people are saying that he's acting like he's won something, but he hasn't done anything in this league yet. Oh, it's coming. I think he'll do just fine later on in his career. Mm-hmm. I think he's very talented um with the arsenal but people are turning on against people are turning against him too fast. I, I think he is a very talented quarterback. Um give him some time. It's a second year for crying mm-hmm. out loud. People are expecting him to have an amazing year with with the, with the people that he has on the team, but you got to get accumulated with these guys. It's yeah. not easy. Mind you in the NBA it's probably the easiest like you put on you, you are in pickup basketball and you're a captain and you're picking out all your teammates and you're like, "Yo, I have an all-star team right now." Even in the NBA right now, with the best players in the league, if they have a super team, sometimes it's hard for them to play with each other. Oh, yeah. The only successful super team right now was the the War- Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Warriors. And the, the Lakers try to do that on their own with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out last year. And they were no. in the media all day long. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, give them some time. Mm-hmm. Football is a harder sport than basketball, oh, not, so imagine how much that, they're going through. that
1: old Lakers team with uh, Steve Nash... Kobe and Dwight Howard. People thought they were going to win championships. It didn't happen. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I guess people just have to. I guess there's always has to be a narrative out there about someone. And uh, right now it's Baker Mayfield. And I feel like he's a very easy target. But that's going to wrap up our week Mm -hmm. five recap. So, as of right now, we'll wrap it up. But I wanted to let everyone know we're going to have a second episode come out after this one. We're going to do a quick preview of of this next coming week, we're just going to give our picks, uh, why we're giving our picks as well as we're just going to, we're going to recap the giants Patriots just a little bit. Again, we're giants fans. So this yeah. conversation should be going, yeah, why not go places, but we'll wrap it up here. Thank you guys for listening. I, I appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you for listening to the franchise tag NFL podcast. Make sure if you're listening to audio only to subscribe to Apple Podcasts if you want to listen to weekly episodes, as well as you can find our uh, podcast on spotify or any other platform you listen to podcast and if you didn't know already for the past couple weeks we have been filming the full podcast yes the full podcast that is now two hours and five minutes on youtube <laughs> and you could watch the full podcast on there if you prefer to do so so that's also available for everyone as well i've honestly been very excited to get these videos on youtube even though it's been a pain in the butt to do so but i've been getting it done so i appreciate you guys appreciate you guys for listening we'll wrap it up here new episode coming out in just a second stay tuned for that and we'll see you next week
1: thanks guys